fresh from a quarantine. It's A to Z. Coming at you from the underground bunker of an undisclosed location. That's right. Just to stay safe from these horrible apocalyptic times that we live in now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's mostly six feet between us. We got a full table, a couple monitors. I think we're safe. Yeah, I think we're fine. I mean, I don't want to sound like an asshole. I, it's not that I didn't take it that serious. <laughs> I, I protected myself as much as I could, but when it came to our friends, I was like, they're also doing the same thing, so mm-hmm. I wasn't that worried about it. Plus, you've made out with us for years. I mean, any germs would that have been just, transferred I mean, by then. All the things that I've done, my immune system is either going to just kill me like AIDS or mm-hmm. I'll be fine. Yeah, so like I'm Keith not, Richards. Yeah, exactly. Right. Or or Iggy Pop. Mm, there you go. Yeah. Perfect the example. Prefer, yeah. Because Rolling Stones are kind of meh to me. Mm. They had their time. Yeah. Maybe that's a hot take, but I mean, they've got a couple good songs, but honestly, I never thought they were that great. Yeah. I'd rather listen to The Doors. Ooh. I think The Doors were better than The Rolling Stones. Sadly, Morrison not as invincible, though. Yeah. It's because he was too good. Mm, one of those. Keith, Keith Richards just found like that exact spot where he was supposed to be like, he was good, but he wasn't ground-changing. He wasn't changing the world. So mm. it was like, okay, we can let him live. Then the Illuminati <laughs> got to him. Yeah. They always do. I uh, So, obviously, this is our like first podcast back in three months well, now at this uh, point. Yeah, more than that, right? Yeah, just about. It's probably like four months now. Yeah, right on the edge of four months, I think, yeah. And, uh, you know, we've had a lot going on um, in the world, not like us two. We haven't had a lot going on. No, not really. We've pretty much stayed the exact same. Yeah. We've both been working the entire time, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think we were, <laughs> we were both considered essential employees. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we really didn't... We also had nothing to do, which right. is a real bummer. <laughs> and uh, I'll just go ahead and like admit it, that way everybody knows. The a big reason was that my depression kicked in really hard over the last couple months, and I was just like, could barely get off my couch to do anything. Then it got worse as like it kept going because then it was like oh god it's been so long since we podcast and I'd still be depressed then I was even yeah. more worried about it not being a good podcast and things like that so uh, you know if if any of you guys out there are struggling with mental health don't be ashamed of it definitely I'm, not yeah yeah I'm super depressed there's nothing wrong with it and uh, don't forget to take your days for yourself you know do some self care nothing wrong with that and don't be afraid to tell your friends that like if you're not feeling up for something just be like yeah no I'm just super fucking depressed I don't want to do anything absolutely but like, yeah that's cool I yeah. got gotcha. you. That's how it is, too. Like, I, I offer, like, hey, anything I can do, I will help. But, I mean, right. otherwise, I'm just going to leave you the fuck alone because I, I don't want to pressure you for anything. Yeah, that's, that's the worst. going to make it worse. Yeah. yeah, that's the worst thing about, like, depression is there's pretty much nothing you can do. I mean, you can get on antidepressants. Those work for some people. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of them. I was on them for about, like, three months, and I quit taking them because I wasn't a fan. Back when I was, like, 17, 18, they uh, put me on antidepressants because I was still having to go to the uh, therapist every now and then during the whole... Because I wasn't yet an adult, so I was, still oh, te- okay. I, I was still technically the legal guardian of my little brother and all that. Mm-hmm. And they put me on some shit. I don't remember what it was. It was some generic antidepressant. And uh, I did not like the way it made me feel. It sort of just numbed everything. Which is a big problem with my depression anyway. It's, it's <laughs> not that I'm like fucking you know, sad. Because yeah. that's not usually what depression is anyway. But it was just like I could, I had no enthusiasm for anything and i was just like well it's fine yeah i guess it's just like <laughs> just like uh, uh, probably about a month of them i was like i'm not taking these anymore and i told the therapist that i was like yeah you can go ahead and cancel that set uh per prescription because i'm not taking those anymore he's like why i'm like i don't like the way they make you feel i'm like I'd, I'd rather have my ups and downs that i have with my depression where every now and then it kicks in and then i get out of it and i'm fine sure I'd rather have that than just every day just be gray. <laughs> Fuck that, man. There's no yeah. fun there. 
Yeah, that's not a happy middle. No, no, not at all. Yeah, you gotta be careful with those antidepressants. I mean, if you're on them and they're working for you, great, <clears throat> and I'm happy for you. But you gotta be careful with them because they can uh, they can fuck with you pretty hard. But uh, yeah, so that that's a big part of it. I just wanted to go ahead and get that out of there because uh, me and Emma were talking about it the other day that I I shouldn't be quiet about it. Okay. If if it helps someone else get to where they can go to a therapist or hell, I mean, even nowadays you can just call like there's lines you can call for like not just a suicide hotline which i've called a couple times but uh like you can call basically therapists or not even therapists like counselors basically there's hotlines for them or you can just call them and just have someone to talk to nice and sometimes it helps if it's just like not someone you know and you just sort of vent about 15 20 minutes and you usually feel better afterwards but uh yeah i wanted to go ahead and get that out of the way real quick just so, so i didn't forget because I'm, uh, <clears throat> I don't want anyone to feel embarrassed about having any kind of mental illness. So yeah, absolutely, and we would never shame you for it or anything like that either. Like I said, we we fully embrace that, and we've rescheduled, and yeah, we've got all worked out. It's, it's, it's going good. Yeah, now we're back. We are. So if any of you uh, A to Z heads or whatever the fuck we call our listeners, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. It's been so long. Yeah, if if you guys are struggling with shit, you know, reach out, do some Google, find some resources, and uh, you know, take take care of yourself. It's worth it. Have a good time. And that's what we're about to do. Yeah, that's enough being nice. <laughs> oh, wait, real, real quick. Let okay. me go ahead and catch the whole podcast up onto current events. Okay. Uh, wash your hands. Okay. Take your vitamins. Uh-huh. Wear a face mask when you can. Okay. And uh, don't be racist. Hmm. I think we're good now. In that order? Yes. Okay. In that order. And then repeat, right? And then, yeah, every time. Okay. And that's just what you do every day. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think that catches up on, on everything, right? Right. Uh, think so and don't collect bounties on american soldiers i think that helps too that's a, that was a big news oh okay and don't be involved in a global pedophile ring oh i hadn't heard about that oh shit yeah you didn't hear about that uh-uh. with the, with the is that new shit oh yeah what's her name the like his like girl oh that guy that killed himself yeah okay yeah okay sure <laughs> actually we're, we're gonna talk about that because okay. um <laughs> yeah go for we'll it back to it in a second but yeah his like chick whatever her name was i, I forget how to say her name she just got arrested by the fbi like today Oh, her. okay. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty awesome. Okay, so I'm not too far behind. No, okay. like one less pedophile. But uh, with the whole quarantine thing and not being able to do what I usually do, which is go to a bar and watch sports and shoot pool, mm-hmm. I've had to find other ways to entertain myself. So for the last like two or three weeks now, I've been falling down a conspiracy hole of just different conspiracy theories and like listening to podcasts on, conspir- on conspiracy theories and oh, things. Shit. No wonder you're depressed. And now at this point, <laughs> I'm not even sure if the moon exists, yeah. let alone if we landed on it or not. Hmm. Um. And Kennedy was killed by interdimensional beings who were trying to make sure the Earth stayed flat because Kennedy was going to make the Earth round again. Oh, shit. <clears throat> that was his big thing. And LBJ, who was a reptile, said no. And then Epstein came down, and uh, who was obviously the Antichrist, and had and put the mark on everyone with Bill Gates with his 5G towers. I think we're somewhere That's what it was. Okay. Wait, yeah. wouldn't they wait for 6G? Because it'd be like the 666 thing? You would think. Okay. You see, that's what they want you to think. Because uh, you're a fucking shill, and you don't get it. it. Okay. That's what you get, shill. Way to listen. <laughs> you cuck. I tried to think for myself. That's that's the lesson I've learned. Yeah, I, I love conspiracy theories. I don't believe any of them, but they're so much fun <laughs> that you just kind of got to, like, you just dig into it a little bit. Like, with, like, the whole... Like all the all the cryptids, the you know the the Bigfoots and the skunk ape and the Mothman and shit like that. That shit doesn't exist. But Jersey Devil. Yeah, the Jersey Devil. Which I mean that that's so big they named a fucking team after it. So yeah. like I don't buy any of that, but it's really interesting. So I like to listen to it. 
It's fun to me. I'm gonna listen. I want to believe a word of it. I'm I'm a down in the bone skeptic. <laughs> you gotta entertain yourself somehow. But what if I just fucking flip though? Like next week, I just buy into everything. I'm just like the Earth's fucking flat, and it's run by pedophile aliens from a different dimension <laughs> that has taken over the sun with Bill Gates's fucking vaccines that made Donald Trump become president, even though he didn't want to be, and Hillary Clinton is a witch. <laughs> you just start yelling all that. <laughs> you finally found that one that was the rabbit hole. Yeah. Led oh you to God. believe it all. I would love to do that. I, I wish I could be that guy. Just buy everything and just be like, <laughs> fucking yes, all this is true. I don't give a fuck what anybody says to me. Editing would definitely become a challenge then. Oh, wait. Fuck editing. I'm going to make a whole new podcast just on my own. <laughs> There'll be okay, zero good. edits because edits are how they get you. Mm. The Illuminati wants you to edit, you shill. You gotta pay attention, live your own dreams, <laughs> know your freedoms. Your mind is the last frontier they can't take over, and don't let them get to it, ever. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to too many of them. Yeah, that sounded a little too believable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's catching on. I also realized that I would be really good at starting a cult. Mm. <clears throat> you are pretty charismatic. Yeah, if I was just like a little bit more driven, I think I could start a cult. The thing is, is like it'll start going, and then like one day I'll be like, I just want to sit on the couch and like drink beer and watch movies. Yeah. I'm, too, I'm like, too depressed to lead you. Yeah, they'll be like, well, what are we supposed to do today, Grand Leader? Because that's what'll make them call me, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, I don't fucking do your thing. I don't know. Read a book. Leave me alone. And then they'll read the wrong books, and then all of a sudden they'll be like, oh shit, the Earth is round. This guy's an asshole. Wow. And I'll be like, that's a- get him out of here. <laughs> Hang that motherfucker from across. <laughs> Upside down. <laughs> Only way. Just like they taught us in the public school system that's run by Satan oh, and God. Hillary Clinton. Barack Obama's a robot. JFK was cloned and now he's an AI brain running around in the Pentagon's computers. Just like the fucking uh, Captain America Civil War or whatever the fuck that was. Whichever movie that one was. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you need to catch on. Don't let him take you. You gotta fight it. And the only way to fight it is to send me money. And let me have sex with your wife. It's the only way. What if I don't have a wife? Get one and let me have sex with her. Okay. If you want to join this cult, you better get a wife and let me have sex with her. All right, I got some planning to do. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing that I... I mean, I also fell down a rabbit hole of that with the cult leaders just going through all that. And mm. I think my favorite cult, probably Scientology. That's going to be my, my favorite one. That one's fun. They seem to be one of the most profitable. That one is fun. Yeah. Holy shit. You dig deep into that with the LRH, as they call him, L. Ron <laughs> Hubbard. Holy fuck, does that one get crazy. Where he started the whole Sea Org and it was just to evade taxes, which honestly, I gotta fucking say, baller-ass move. Good for you. And then he was like fucking just high on meth all the time towards the end and shit. Had no idea what the fuck was going on. That's amazing. And he's just making shit up. And they're still writing it down. They're still buying into it. I'm like, fucking good for you. <laughs> Way to sell it, man. I, I can't get more than 100 people to listen to this fucking podcast. This, this dude's got Tom Cruise in his pocket. Son of a bitch. Should have been a cult leader. Fucked up. Give me a year. Let's, okay. let's, let's, let's see what happens in a year. Maybe I'll have a cult by then. That sounds good. Can they all be listeners? Will we have some subscribers? They fucking in? better be. Okay, you don't right. get to be in the cult if you're not bumping up my listenership. All right. I'm trying to get some fucking... I'm trying to get uh, stamps.com on this motherfucker. Make nice. them part of my cult, too. Hell yeah. Speaking of which, our next segment is brought to you by... <laughs> <laughs> I just figured we can go the opposite of endorsements. Okay. Where people will pay us not to be mentioned on our podcast. Ooh. And I'm fine with that. 
Yeah, that's a neat twist. I like that. Because that falls more in line with my whole punk outlook anyway. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, then I don't feel like a sellout. Anarchy for life. Exactly. Unless they pay me enough money, in which case, whatever the status quo is, yeah, we can stay, We can keep that. I'm fine with that. The vaccines don't kill you. You're fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who haven't listened to an episode before, oh, shit, yeah, we vaccines really do, do actually fucking work. I'm, I'm not anti-vax, and if you are, you're an idiot. I just want you to know that. Hmm. But yeah, let's go ahead and explain. It's been a while. It has, yeah. We might have some new listeners or some yeah. guys who have just forgotten what the fuck this shit is anymore. And honestly, I don't really know what it is. Yeah, I don't think we ever did have a real grasp on it. But... That's the whole thing, though. It makes it fun. It's a yeah. free-form kind of thing. I'm just here to talk to my friend. Yeah, that's basically what it is. We just put a microphone in front of us and mm-hmm. say the usual conversations that we have. Yeah, every once in a while I go over and sit next to your pop filter and just sniff it. I yeah. missed you. Well, your pop filter smells like shill. <laughs> <laughs> actually doesn't this is a brand new well it this does brand new. Uh, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was sent to you by the Illuminati <laughs> and the international green aliens <laughs> and Hillary Clinton's covent that's made up of fucking Jill Epstein and uh, Serena Williams and they're all doing Daniel Daniel's shit and they, they got they got him controlled and he doesn't even fucking know him wow idiot now join my cult and send me money <laughs> See, that's the problem. I'm not subtle enough to be a cult leader. Because I'm just like, yeah, some of your fucking money. Shut up. <laughs> fucking watch the blues. Yeah. You're kind of saying the quiet part loud there. Yeah, that's all right. I don't, I don't have anything to say quiet. That's the problem. I've never been able to say anything quiet. Uh, anyway, though, <laughs> to get back to it, for all you non-shills who are still on here, the true truth seekers, the ones who believe in truth. Oh, my God. Can I just turn this into an Alex Jones podcast? How great would that be if, like, we, says no. we disappear for, like, four months, and then the first podcast back, you don't even get to talk, and I just go off on, like, an Alex Jones-style rant for four and a half hours, I take my shirt off at some point, and I'm yelling, I'm a man! <laughs> I'm virile! I like meat! You don't tell me! The, the frogs are gay, and the frog legs are delicious! Gay or not, it doesn't matter! A little Old Bay seasoning? Mm. You can see the spike from when you open that can, by the way. Yeah. I tried to be silent. But uh, anyway, going back to it, for you guys who are all... I mean, I guess we're all kind of new right now. This is almost like a first episode again. Basically, yeah. We did 52. It was a whole year's worth. Now this is a whole new year. So. We took a half a year off, mm-hmm. and then here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this is the A to Z show. The A is sitting across from me. I'm staring at his uh, beautiful little face. His name is Andrew. He is America's sweetheart at a giant uh, corporate shill. There's nothing wrong with that. And the Z, that would be me, and the Z is the true start in the real alphabet they don't want to teach you in the public schools run by the Satanists. I need to stop this. I, I, I need to end this bit. Okay, so the Z, that would be me. The Z is me. I'm Zach. I have America's favorite. The Z favorite. is me. The Z is me. That's our new shirt. That is the name of the fucking cult. We are the Z. Uh, yeah, I'm Zach. I am America's favorite field, uh, failed comedian. And... Um, well, thank you guys for listening in. This is the A to Z. We just kind of go through. Andrew basically gets a list of topics and then points me at them in some way. Mm-hmm. And I usually go off on something else. Yeah. And we you're, try to... you're easily excitable. So I can kind of yeah. press your good buttons and your bad buttons and kind of just fly you all over the place for a couple hours. And then 90% of the time we're trying just to have a laugh. That is the main oh, yeah. goal is at all times. So don't take anything we say really that seriously. No, not at <clears> all. But, uh, God, do you think people have over God, the years? I fucking hope not. That would yeah. really bum me out. That would too. Because I always try to like, I've always tried to put that in there. Like, never take me seriously. I don't. 
Like, mm. I don't take myself seriously. Yeah. God, I hope not. It's just for laughs, bro. Yeah. Imagine if I was being, like, honest about all that shit I was just talking about. No, I don't want to imagine that. if the UN were to hear what I was saying when I was out here spreading actual truth. I mean, they're tapped into this computer right now. The one world government. It's plugged into the internet. Right by the Illuminati trying to take us down and only Tom Hanks with his shitty haircut can save us. It was a Da Vinci Code joke. You're all welcome. Yeah, Robert Langdon. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Did you ever read those books? Were they any good? I read the Da Vinci Code. How was it? Basically, same as the movie. Mm. Average. It's a pretty fucking boring then. He had his moments, but... Did the main guy have as shitty of a hair as Tom Hanks had in that? Because that hair was terrible. Uh, I think I just pictured him the whole time, so yeah, I guess so. Mm. See, everyone wants to always knock on fucking Nicolas Cage for having shitty hair every now and then. No one wants to knock on Tom Hanks' shitty hair in that movie, though. That was just as bad as anything... I mean, Nicholas Cage. Is you want to talk about America's sweetheart? It's fucking Tom Hanks. It's not Tom, me. It's Tom, not Tom me Hanks at all. Tom Hanks is awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a real bummer when we find out he was a pedophile too, like oh, everybody shit. else in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep waiting to see who's who's going to be the next one to get taken down. Yeah. Although, luckily, Nick Cage and Keanu Reeves have not been taken down yet. Those are two of my favorite actors. That's good. I mean, Keanu Reeves isn't even an actor. He's just a being of pure light. Yeah, that's true. Down he and, just kind of does his thing. Yeah. He kind of hangs out. I don't, I don't think that's going to even be a worry at nah, all. Nah, I, th- I think we're good. No one would ever tell him now. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God Emma was out of the room for that joke. Hmm. Anyway, is that what, yeah, did we get through all our usual openings there? Uh, everything? I think so, yeah. We just go through topics. Comics, movies, music. Not really music. Why did I say that? Yeah, I mean, occasionally music. Well, I guess so. Pretty much generally like pop culture. Yeah, yeah. Movies, TVs, comics. Yeah, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And then whatever we feel like talking about in the beginning. Yeah. Like conspiracy theories. Yeah, I just kind of let you go usually in the beginning. Cause yeah. Because you like to ramble and you usually bring it back around. So. Oh, yeah. No, I always find it. Like sometimes you got to just let the wild horse run mm-hmm. a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Just, just let him tucker himself If out. there's any place I cut from, it's usually the beginning. That makes so. sense. Yeah. It will see it helps. Just let me blow it all out. I don't mm-hmm. have to worry about it anymore. And yep. then I can like kind of focus on what's happening. And occasionally if a topic gets too out of hand, I can kind of cut that out too. That's happened a couple yeah, times. It has. I guess where pedophile Batman came from. If I'm I mistaken. believe so, yeah. <laughs> Which was he here? How, did he survive the quarantine? Oh, come on. Of course he did. None of those sweet little baby uh, children of his with their creamy thighs are going to be infected. They'll be infected by one thing, though. The love... That only a man bat can give them. And there's only one way to do it. I need to find more gymnast boys. Take me to a circus, Alfred. I have to find a cure and end this quarantine. We need more circuses. I need more orphans. Creamy thighs. Hairless, taut bodies. Yes. <laughs> now, you brought up an interesting point there. You said it in reverse. You said man bat. So is this the, the evil villain man bat? Is he also a pedophile? I mean, probably, but he oh, doesn't okay. talk. He's just like oh. an actual man bat. Right. You know how that happened? It's the worst fucking backstory no. ever. He was trying to cure deafness. Okay. So he was using uh, vampire bat DNA because they can hear so well. Sure. Because that's how ears work. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so then, like, yeah, you know, just like every other comic back in the 50s where it was just like, this animal got infected with this guy's DNA. Now he's got powers. <laughs> and then, yeah, he just turned into man bat. Wow. That's pretty yeah. much it. Someone was on something. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't get a lot of attention. Mm. He was an Arkham Knight, though. So, I mean. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's got a whole side mission. Go track him down. I only really know him from like the first two episodes of the animated series. Like oh, yeah. why they decided to lead with him, I'm not sure. But why not? 
Yeah, I guess. Because, because they had so just much. Just get him out of the way. Well, that there's so much opening at that point. Nobody gives a flight. <laughs> you can do anything with that character. And I was going to be like, hey, that's not canonically accurate. Even Batman nerds are like, like me, you're going to be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stuff you in a locker with your man bat bullshit. <laughs> Fucking eat me. You didn't actually eat people. You just knocked a lot of the victims. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, no, see, it was Man Bat because he's trying to hide his identity right Oh, now. okay. Because yeah, he can't wear the mask because otherwise it, it doesn't work. Oh, that's true. That's the only part of him that has to be open. Yeah. Yeah. So he can't let anyone know that it's him because he doesn't want to look like, because he's trying to be a hero for Gotham. Yeah. The hero they need, not the one that they, or the they hero they say deserve, that not the a one that hero they save us, then, not gonna dance. He's gonna cough because we need him to cough. He's the one we need. He's the Corona Knights. <laughs> <laughs> dun dun. Somewhere fucking, uh, what's his name, is writing me an angry email. Who, who directed those movies? Nolan. Nolan, yeah. Somewhere Christopher Nolan is on a giant bed of money, snorting cocaine off a hooker's asshole, and being like, I bet there's one fat guy in the Midwest who's real mad about what I did with Batman. And I'm like, you're goddamn right there is. There's one, and it's just me. Right. And I'm fine with that. Fortunately, he's too busy fighting with the studios right now to take any listen to us, because they keep pushing back his movie that he wants to keep releasing in theaters. That's probably going to suck anyway, who cares? <laughs> his new movie, Man Bat, coming out about a pedophile who's infected <laughs> with vampire bat. He's like, oh my god, <laughs> this son of a bitch! Turns out I'm the bizarro version of uh, <laughs> Christopher Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, I, th- I, th- I think I've rambled. Okay. <clears throat> I think we can get into topics now. Oh, all right. You want to take a break? or Oh, yeah, no, of course. Oh, okay. take a break. Yeah. If you, you want to get into the topic. Unless you got something, to, you got anything to bring up? I don't think so. Like you said, we just, just kind of same old, same old. It really hasn't. My life hasn't happened. changed that much. Yeah. I've been, been on Xbox quite a bit. They got the uh, Kingdom Hearts series on the Game Pass now, so it's free Ooh, to play. Nice. So I've been doing a little uh, Kingdom oh. Hearts 1.5 final mix. You want to get into the storyline of that? No, I'm already confused. I'm only like four hours in. I played them all and I'm confused. Mm. We could, uh, <laughs> we're going to have to get Alex involved in this. Yeah. But uh, if, we, if we can get them down here, and I think between the two of us, we could sort of make sense of the storyline. Okay. I know a little bit. Alex knows more than me. And we're both have no fucking idea what is going on. So okay. much like all of the Final Fantasy games, too. Okay. Or yeah. Metal Gear Solid, which is another one that we're going to have to do at some yeah. point, do a, a deep dive. Oh, that is another thing. Good news. Now that we're finally getting this episode out of the way, you know yeah. that means I'm going to have to watch next. Oh, shit. Fucking Joker. Yeah, it's, damn it. It's, it's on my HBO. I don't have yeah. to pay for it. Yeah. It's the best time to do it so we can save some money, Should I guess. we watch it together, or what do you want to do? I mean, yeah. I think so. You do it together? I think so, because I think we're just going to have to podcast like right after it. I just wish we could do like a, a live podcast of it. Just tell mm. people like what like time mark we're at. Yeah. I, just, I don't know if we can have you just unfiltered with that, though. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, because there's going to be a lot of pausing. Yeah. Maybe we can do it. And just screams, just guttural yeah, screams of rage. There's going to be a lot of that. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of spikes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe what we can do is we'll watch the movie, right? Right. Sadly. Uh-huh. Um, do a podcast uh-huh. pretty soon after that. Get all my feelings out there. I'll try to take notes so I don't remember everything in the gray, bloody red haze that I'm going to be in sure. of rage. And I've seen the movie, so I can just focus on you and write my notes of Perfect. your reactions. That way that we can kind of sync ourselves up that way. Perfect. Yeah. And then maybe like a fun little trip 
couple months later, we can mm-hmm. do an actual live watching of it because then we've both seen it. Mm-hmm. So we kind of know what's going on. We can put it up, tell everybody what the time screen is at, okay. and we can just have it like just yeah, with, the, with the subtitles on. We've always on talked about doing that stuff for bonus episodes. And yeah, because so, I would yeah. love to do that because yeah. I, I mean, I'm just such a big fan of like Mystery Science Theater and Rift mm-hmm. Tracks and stuff like that. I would love yeah, to be able to do something like like, like that. So. I've, I think we should try it. See what, right. uh, see what not, not not the fans. See what the yeah. listeners think. We don't, <laughs> yeah. we don't have fans. Well, yeah. Oh, we have one. one. I have one fan. Yeah. It's a big shout out to S-Bob. There you go. You the man, buddy. He's going to be happy. Yeah, like you said, now that it's free, especially, with, yeah. that way everybody can kind of... Might as well get it out of the way. Everybody can sync up with us through the same app. Yeah. yeah let's just knock it out of the park. Yeah. Well, uh, like I said, we'll do one episode of just like the fresh. Yeah, yeah. Just watched it. Here's forty. Here's four and a half hours of Zach screaming at the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then like a little bit down the road, we can do like a fun little mystery science theater sort of watch along mm-hmm. to it. And we'll tell you what timestamp we're starting at, and I'll just rip on the movie because I know yeah. it's gonna suck. And um, there you go. Okay, I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to get into that. We might have to think about that. See, I didn't totally waste my quarantine. Okay. <laughs> You were planning it a little bit. <laughs> I worked out like six times. I laid on the couch for four and a half days in a row almost. Yeah. Battled my own depression. It was a good time. It was a lot of fun. Played you know what some... I didn't do? Beat any game that I should have. You came close. I did come close. Still haven't played it. Mm. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> You're about like eight to ten hours away. You're not that far. Yeah, but I'm, I'm like two weeks away from having Ghost of Tsushima come out. So yeah. really, do I give a fuck? Probably not. No. I don't give a fuck about anything. I can't finish stuff. I don't know why. Yeah. That's why these podcasts always go so long. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing good, though. We're only 26 minutes into the ramble. I expected like an hour and a half of ramble. So no, I think if we're, we're going to get into topics soon, this is pretty good. Like, again, like you said, really was nothing happening. So yeah. there's really not much to talk about. It's true. I, I felt and we have like, seen each other a couple of times. So we've gotten like the, the true, basics that, out yeah. of the way. So That helped a little bit, yeah. too. I mean, um, if you want me to get into some of the new conspiracy theories that I've listened to. I mean, we can do that on break, and then okay. we'll come back, and then, yeah. Break's over, so that means it's topic time? I think it's topic time. All right. It feels like topic time. Let's uh, travel back in time to the land of March. <laughs> I have trimmed back down, so this is this is manageable. You've seen about this many tabs before. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. This, this is not that surprising. And uh, so this one just kind of fits into your conspiracy theories, I guess, because <laughs> you know how I like to start it kind of funny. Always. This is a topic that uh, the moon bases might be built out of astronaut urine one I, day. Fuck it, yeah. If only the moon existed, shill. <laughs> nice try. Not falling for it. Mm. No, this is awesome. I love shit like this. Yeah. So NASA astronauts are planning to return to the moon in 2024. Excellent. And they intend to learn more with new advances in technology. We already got to space a couple weeks ago, so we should go ahead and point that out. There you go. Fucking way to be true American heroes. Heck yeah. And so one day they, they could build a lunar base using a combination of urine and moon dust to create concrete. That kind of makes sense. Once astronauts make the concrete, it can then be used to 3D print a potentially inhabitable base. That is, like, yeah. the coolest fucking sci-fi shit. Like, we are right? getting so close to just being, like, cyberpunk right. fucking things. And I'm like, so excited. Why waste the weight and haul a bunch yeah, of water up there? You're fucking there. They're going to... that water. That yeah. water's coming out anyway. Exactly. But the, the, you're not trying to lick the walls. Who gives a shit? Yeah. That's awesome, though. That is so fucking... I just Every now and then you see shit like this and it makes me happy. Like, yeah. basically like how I felt whenever we had the successful... Uh, uh, Tesla launch mm-hmm. a couple weeks back, yeah, where it's just like it. it you can the almost dragon, feel, right? Dragon rocket. What yeah. the hell called? Yeah. You can almost feel sort of how people must have felt back in the '60s when we had our first actual like moon launch and shit like that. Where you're like, mm-hmm. 
maybe it's gonna be okay. Like, yeah, yeah, some shit's fucked up right now. But if we can get together enough to put two different human beings in the goddamn atmosphere and yeah. like and come back and yeah, land into space and then they can yeah. come back and be alive, like, we're not doing ocean splashes anymore. It's like, <laughs> I think I think we're gonna be okay. Like, yeah. we're gonna figure some shit out. Like, it's this is growing pains. Yeah, like our our society's in puberty right now. You know, we <laughs> we've got some weird uh, zits on our face and like mm-hmm. our our our. our uh, Facial hair is not coming in great. We've only got like four hairs patchy. on our chests. Yeah. We keep waking up with like fucking you know wet underwear from our wet dreams, but mm-hmm. we're gonna be okay. Our voice is cracking a bit. Yeah, yeah, all the time. But soon we're gonna find that weight room. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna start getting jacked, and then we're gonna go to the College of Michigan University, and we're gonna be quarterback there, and then we're gonna get drafted in oh, the hundred and ninety ninth round. Here we go by the New England Patriots, and then we're gonna win six motherfucking Super Bowls. On fucking eight different planets. Who gives a shit? Let's go to fucking space. Sign me up right now. Huh. I thought you were going to say go to Tampa Bay. but No, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to talk about it. Did you see his photo shoot with his new uniform? Yeah, he looks dashing. Obviously, he's beautiful. And I kind of, like, I'm obviously going to root for him. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, he's, it's going to be my number two. And it, so it, now it, we're finally enemies. It's just sad. What? It's 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 kind of like... So think of it this way. Let's say mm-hmm. you had a really good like. Let's say you had a girlfriend at at, at some point, right? Okay. <clears throat> Just, oh, hang on, hang on. Let me think about it. That's <laughs> yeah. that's a theoretical, but yeah. I can... Yeah, it, it's totally like crazy, right? Yeah. It, it, it it would never happen in real life. Well, let's just pretend like you've had a girlfriend before okay. in the past. It's right? very hypothetical, sure. And this girlfriend you had, she was like the best, super hmm. like pretty, sweet, and down to earth. Why wouldn't she be? I deserve the best. I'm a good guy. Exactly. That's how I feel as a New England Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she she has just everything you want. She's perfect 10 in all, all right. categories, exactly what you want. Sure. But then at one point you realize that your life is just like, you know, she needs to move to Europe to complete her goals of being like a doctor or the fuck it is that she wants to be. And you need right. to stay here to do whatever you need to fucking be or something like that. So, yeah, technically you break up, but it, there's no animosity between each no, other. I mean, and you want her to... Like, she's so perfect. You don't want to hold her back. Exactly. And then you, you'd feel like shit. Yeah, and you want her to be happy. Yeah. And it's like, you know, sure... You'd prefer for her to be happy with you, but if, if she's happy over there too, then all the best. Like, you're going to look out for yourself, number mm-hmm. one, but yeah. number two is going to be her. You're, you're going to hope everything works out for her. It's not like you're going to talk shit on her when she leaves. No. And if, like, one of your friends were to talk shit on her while you're sitting around drunk, he's just trying to help you out, you'd be like, no, no, she was a good girl. Don't worry about it. There's no problems there. That's kind of how I feel about Tom Brady. Okay. But stronger. But, I mean, fucking Tampa Bay. God damn it. I know, but they're building, like, a fucking all-star team right now, buddy. <laughs> if this works for Tampa Bay, like, what they're doing right now, if they, if they get a Super Bowl this year, the NFL is going to get very close to looking like the NBA, where teams are just going to start just, like, let's just one-year deals, let's spend a shit ton of money, get all the all-star yeah. players. Make everybody it come, Yeah, everybody come here, get a Super Bowl ring, and then go get your contract afterwards. Like, And I'm not 100% against it, because it would be kind of fun to watch. So, yeah, why not? Fuck it, who cares? <laughs> And as long as Tom Brady's there, and as long as everyone will admit that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, I have no problems with it. I mean, it's hard not to at this point. Even, I mean, I hate the Patriots because they beat us. Of course. But. Constantly. It's, it's well, not constantly. How many times? I don't know, like three or so. And you played us, what, three times? No, like six. Mm. And one of those was 
in the Super Bowl. Okay, just making yeah. sure. Okay, that's what I thought. Fucking Vinatieri. I didn't want to pull that out of you. you yeah, know? I didn't want to. Force I, I think you, you did it. though. That's kind of what you did. Dude. That is Adam fucking Vinatieri. <laughs> you say his full name, sir. Nope. Nope. His first name is respect. fucking. His that is first the all-time. He's fucking Vinatieri. That is the all-time scoriness player in the NFL. He's not even with the Patriots anymore. You're not I supposed to care. like him. You're not supposed to like him. He still. is. I, I, what did I? I just went through a whole fucking tirade. Yeah, with Brady. Much, yeah, Vinatieri's up there too. God damn it! How would he not be? That man, he was the fucking Iceman. He was Val Kilmer and fucking Top Gun. Two seconds to go, 56 yards. It did not fucking matter. Right down the middle during a fucking hurricane and an ice storm at the same time while gunshots were going off above his fucking head. He would nail that 100 times out of 100 times. He did not give a fuck. Ice in his veins, winning on his foot, dick in his hand. Adam fucking Vena Terry. Remember the name. I just threw up in my mouth. Don't you ever fucking forget it. Ugh. Ever. Ugh. All-time scoring player in the NFL. Ugh. And he's probably not going to retire anytime soon either. He's going to keep racking up the points. He's like 80 now. He's like he very care. susceptible to this coronavirus. See, he should retire. Here's the thing that I think it is. And me and Emma have talked about this with her being a Colts mm-hmm. fan. So she obviously yeah. has a lot of respect for Adam Vinatieri now. Yeah. I mean, now. And all old people because that's who keeps coming to the Colts. That's true. Well, no, that, now they're trying to get young guys. They want to be Colts forged. Oh, okay. I have to know all this because... Mm-hmm. But uh, here's what I think it is. Okay. And maybe I'm crazy. But sure. I don't think Vinatieri is going to retire until Brady does. Because I think there's... Because Vinatieri is Now such, it's personal? Uh, well, just Vinatieri being such a competitive guy, because he's a very competitive dude. I feel like he's like, oh, there's no fucking way I'm going to let that, that young gun try to come in here and play longer than I did. Absolutely not. Like, I, I don't think he'll fucking retire until Brady does. Hmm. And he'll have a longer fucking uh, uh, career than Brady if he stays with it. Because like right now, all he's doing is kicking. If, yeah. if he takes care of himself and nobody takes a cheap shot on him, that motherfucker could kick for days. Yeah. That leg's still there. That accuracy's still there. It ain't going nowhere. That's 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 not even taught. That is fucking died in the wool. He was born with that and then forged in the fires of his own fucking just will. Just the forge of his competitiveness and his will to win. That's where that came from. That dude will hit a 110 fucking field goal. He doesn't give a shit all fucking day. That was the best thing about the Brady Venetary era for the first three Super Bowls, where those two just had like a like a an unspoken uh, agreement where Brady would look at Vinny and be like, "I can get you to within 40 yards," and Vinny's like, "Do it. We can win this game. Don't worry about it." Because they used to never call timeouts in the fourth quarter back then. Because yeah. they knew that Vinny was going to fucking nail it. They didn't care. So it was just like, yeah, let the clock run down. I, like, we're going to take a timeout after, after, like, a snap just to find the right side, whatever whatever side Vinny wants to kick from. Like, once we get within 40 yards, so, like, you got to get to the 30-yard line, probably the 35. And really, back back then, Vinny was hitting 50s all the mm-hmm. time, so it didn't matter. Like, you to, to Brady, f- isn't that admitting defeat? Like, he couldn't do it. He couldn't do a touchdown. No, he, he just needed the win. Brady's a winner. That's what matters. It's why why go for the whole thing? Let's fucking win this game and make sure that they don't have a chance to come back. You go in there and score a touchdown, now all of a sudden they, they get the ball back. You get yourself down to the 45-yard line, run the clock out till three seconds and let Vinny kick it because he's 100% all the time. We're fucking game over. Why, why, why fucking worry about it? Do you think that we shouldn't have dropped nukes on Japan to end the war right then? We should have just gone in on the fucking ground and fought? I do. That's, that I, wasn't I very humanitarian. That I wasn't disagree. very humanitarian of us at all. It would have been worse. That's we were I'm racist. Saying. How dare you, sir? You're fucking anti-American. And you're anti-Tom Brady and you're anti-Adam Venetari. And all three of those go together. Mm-hmm. So you watch your fucking self. I'll come across this goddamn table. Happy Independence Day. I'll teach you a fucking lesson. 
I got one more joke story for you, and then we'll get into some real topics. This one's pretty funny. I think you're going to laugh. There's going to get a chuckle. I don't know if you saw this or not, but young Spider-Man fans let a Black Widow spider bite them in hopes of gaining superpowers. <laughs> I did hear about this. I couldn't even get through the topic, and you're already laughing. This is so great. So three uh, Bolivian boys, so down there in the Central America. That's where all the Nazis went to hide, mm-hmm. so who cares? <laughs> They ended up hospitalized after they let a black widow spider bite them in the hopes that they would gain powers, a la Spider-Man. The Marvel-loving loving siblings, ages 12, 10, and 8, found the spider while herding goats, according to the New York Post. Thinking it would give them superhero powers, they pr- prodded it with a stick until it bit each of them in turn. <laughs> I mean, clearly they're not that big a Superman f- or a Spider-Man fans, because he wasn't bit by a Black Widow spider. Right, yeah. He was bit by a genetically engineered spider. Right, radioactive. Yeah, it was radioactive originally, then it was genetically engineered, because, mm-hmm. you know, like, times changed. Right, yeah. But, yeah, it, it, it was a special spider. It wasn't just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I got bit by a spider, now I can sling web. <laughs> yeah, the boys were hospitalized with, quote, fevers, tremors, and muscle pains. Yeah, that's what happens. Before ultimately being discharged almost a week after they were bitten by the non-radioactive, non-power-granting spider. I just, I mean, that's how it happens. Yeah. What if... <laughs> What if one of them would have got powers? <laughs> <laughs> like, what what yeah. happens then? Yeah. Then you have, like, a mass of kids, and me included, trying mm-hmm. to get bit by Black Widow spiders. It's like, oh, absolutely. there's a one in three chance I get fucking superpowers? Like, I mean, granted, Spider-Man's powers don't help me too much where I live, but I can move to New York or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. And the other two, like, immediately become villains, right? Oh, yeah, they have to. They're so jaded. Yeah, like, the, why did you get powers and I didn't? They, like, turn into the Green Goblin from yeah. the Amazing Spider-Man They completely try to kill him after that. Andrew Garfield. Yeah. You're a fraud, Spider-Man! <laughs> <laughs> why were you chosen and not me? I deserved it! And then you find out that it's because Madam Web sent one in to this universe to make sure we would have a Spider-Man just in case. Oh. And now we're all protected. I thought and you were going to say it was because the mom cheated and had the other two kids illegitimately. I mean, something. probably. Most women are whores, okay. so what do you well, expect? Yeah. <laughs> That's more believable <laughs> than Madam Web. Uh, Madam Web, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Clearly you haven't seen End of the Spider-Verse yet. So the thing... <laughs> Motherfucker, I took you to that movie. That's true, and I've watched that probably 20 times since then. <clears throat> oh, yeah. The fact that it's on Netflix is dangerous because I've seen it like 13 times i know right there's been so many times where like you know, like i'll take the day off work i'll get home early from work and like mm-hmm. i have nothing to do i don't want to do anything and mm-hmm. i'm like just scrolling through my phone and yeah. i'm like into the spider verse on netflix yeah. just hit play I'm like yeah. yeah this will keep me busy for mm-hmm. two and a half hours this is a fucking amazing film yeah and they started working on the next one too so oh, yeah can't wait Right, moving into some movie news. Oh, wait, real quick, just sure, to make the lawyers happy. Sure, sure. The A to Z podcast does not condone getting bitten by a black widow spider, whether it be radioactive or not. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. But seriously, yeah. take the chance. Go I mean, for it. Yeah. Get them power, save the world. YOLO. Spider Man's like one of the best Marvel characters. So. Absolutely. Jumping into other Marvel characters, though. Yeah. They've got some Thor 4 news. Oh, shit. Christian Bale has been cast to play the villain in the upcoming Love and Thunder, directed by your boy Taika. Taika! Coming back to direct a fourth one, and Christian Bale is a villain. It's going to be good. Holy shit, this is a Marvel-DC crossover. Oh, there you go. Thor is going to fight Batman. Mm-hmm. Although in the original Marvel-DC crossover, uh, Captain America fought Batman. Mm. So, I think Shazam fought Thor on the crossover, if I'm not mistaken. So this was all leaked by Tessa Thompson, who plays Valkyrie. Yeah, she's uh, awesome. And Tom- super hot. Tom- and very talented, all yeah, three of them. Very much so. 
Thompson didn't offer up any info on which character Bale would be playing, but did say that Valkyrie will be in her full role, role as King of Asgard for the film. Wouldn't that be Queen of Asgard? Uh, no, I don't believe I know, so. she's king, yeah. Thompson explained. If she can't find her queen, she'll just be king and queen at the same time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would just be queen at that point, but you still... I mean, like, fucking nobody calls the Queen of England king. Mm-hmm. It's just like, she's still ruling. But... Right. And then they point out that this will be the first time Bale has played a villain since Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. Who really... Can you label him a villain? Was he a villain in that? I, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I, I, I figured that would be your take. You could you could argue that he was not a villain. No, I, I was on his side that entire movie. Yeah. <clears throat> What's he doing? Uh, killing a bunch of yuppies? Yeah, no, that's a problem. Oh, my God. The world is so much worse off when fucking uh, Jared Leto gets hit in the face with a fire axe. Oh, my God. What? Imagine the world if we didn't have him and the Suicide Squad. Holy shit. Oh, we'll get there. Don't jump down. Oh, it's like, oh, Don't jump down. It's like 11, 26, 63, or whatever the fuck it is when Kennedy got shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. we need to keep, keep going back to that to save Jared Leto. Christian, I mean, Patrick Bateman's the hero. We all know it. I mean, I identify with him a lot yeah. as a young sociopath. So, <laughs> Have you read the book? You seem like somebody who've read the book. I've read the book several times. Okay. I own the book, actually. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You want to read it? Yeah, sure. It's pretty good. I'll uh, bring it over next week. Okay. You still owe me a uh, Fight Club, too. I can remember that too. I mean, I'm not like shiting you. I'm just saying, add that to the list. Yeah. Yeah. I I own both of those because I was that kid in high school who was like, you know, I was the one who was downloading the anarchist cookbook and learning all the things about like reimagining shit and being like, yeah, I could be fucking Tyler Durden. Is that how you got so good at grilling? I cannot confirm nor deny the answers of that. I'm going to have to plead the fifth. Okay. I mean, if you're reading cookbooks, I mean, you you, you make some pretty good grill stuff. The meats meats are tasty. So there you Hmm. go. Is that the, the fuel you use for your grill? Only when I'm fighting the state, the oppressive regime of the goddamn Illuminati coming in here oh, with God. their fake moon <laughs> and their goddamn made-up shit like 5G and viruses. I don't see a virus. I don't think it's real. How can I believe in shit I can't see? Chris Kyle, rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Oh, God damn it. So this one's kind of disappointing, because... No, but wait, who do you think Christian Bale's going to play? Oh, well, they did say he's going to be an Asgardian villain, so... Okay. See, I don't know a lot about Thor, Marvel-wise. Really, I kinda... mean, if you want to go full-on uh, mythology-wise, I know a lot about Thor. Sure, but sure. Yeah, I mean, like, Marvel-wise, I don't know a lot about Thor. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder who he's going to play. Yeah. I wonder if he'll do the Batman voice. Right. Well, that's the thing, too. They say that, you know, it could be like a... A CGI creature that he just does a voice for. Like they didn't confirm that it's actually going to be that's him. What, that's what movies. That's what movies need more of nowadays. We yeah. need more CGI. I think. So. I feel like we don't use it enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, come on. Who wants to see shit actually happening? Just put it on a fucking computer and make me see it. Who cares? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. You've got an imagination. You yeah, can believe just, it. Just make everything look like fucking Play-Doh whenever you put it in lights. Who cares? That's whatevs. It worked for Tim Burton. Yeah. And God still damn. does. Do you think he'll use the Batman voice? I think it'll be close to that. Valkyrie, <laughs> I think you need a queen. And I've got a queen right here. His name is Queen Robin. Look at how hairless his tight little body is. It's so smooth. Wait, this is pedophile Batman. You can't even feel. No, this is Christian Bale from Thor 4. The Thorinian. You can't even feel the love and thunder, sir, is the subtitle. Loving and thunder. I'm gonna love and his thunder real fucking hard when he learns his lesson about how tight his little orphan's circus body can be. 
He's a flying grace, and he's flying all over my grace, and as I throw arcing ropes of justice all over his back, neck, and face. <laughs> this is what we need, Valkyrie. It must be this way. Only the tight, creamy, hairless thighs of this boy can save the new Asgard. What else can be done but to surrender to the power of sculpted, beautiful, too soft to be touched, creamy skin of our beautiful little circus orphan. Do you have circuses in Asgard? Do I need to explain that to you? <laughs> they probably don't, know. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you so happy that we're podcasting? I am, I am yeah. yeah sure I don't even know what to do with that. That's the longest we've ever had a pedophile Batman. <laughs> I, I really made a story of that. I yeah. Honestly, I think I just wrote a script. You, you took us on a journey. I'm, I'm also sending it to Taika. He might, you know, he might like me at least. Maybe make me an extra. Yeah, there you go. I can just be Fat Thor. I mean, you got the bodysuit. I'm way for, I don't fucking, fucking, I'm wearing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm way cheaper than Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. I look like him. It's fine. don't fried. have to do the prosthetics then, yeah. Yeah, I look just like Fat Thor. It's yeah. cool. And I'm way cheaper. Yeah. Really, I just want like... Almost as funny. Yeah, almost. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. And then I could get to hang out with Tiger. Like, I'll, you know what? I'll take a fourth of what Chris Hemsworth made for the first Thor movie. Uh-huh. As long as I can still hang out with Tiger at the same time. Okay. Because I know that's still a lot of money. Yeah, you're still gonna you're still gonna retire on that. I'm still gonna make like a fucking mill. It doesn't matter. That's gonna pay off your house, your car, anything you could possibly buy in the next like three years. Yeah, but how many beautiful, creamy, untouched, smooth circus orphans gonna get me? Probably only two. I need more than two. Well, you just have to get with uh, Rosh Al Ghul's daughter and then make your own. You said his name wrong. It's Rish. No, it's, it's Rosh. His name is Rish. Rosh. I'm going to Rish all over these kids' back and then rub it into their tight little muscles. <laughs> You're going to put me in timeout, sir. I, I am, yeah. Just like I want to put these kids in timeout. <laughs> Have some of my fun Jesus juice. I call it justice juice. We're only on the third topic. It's justice juice. It's good for you. It helps you fight criminals. It's the only way. It's the drink you deserve, but not the drink you want. That's very true. (laughs) (laughs) So I know I was joking about the UN shutting us down. It might actually happen after those uh, bits. (laughs) There's definitely a... I mean, they just arrested... Uh, Epstein's wife so I'm, they're yeah. probably coming for pedophile yeah. Batman next you're on a watch list for sure they're just gonna chase me though cause they have to I'll be the one they have to chase the dark protector as you disappear into the night the pedophile knight dong <laughs> dong <laughs> Then you retire for seven years. Yeah, then he goes and molests Heath Ledger's son. (laughs) Everyone's like, no one should ever get molested after that. He was so good at getting molested. He's probably the greatest molester ever. Molestation should stop after that because it was so good. He's like, I agree. He got me there quicker than the A-Train Express. (laughs) That's where he killed Rachel. (laughs) I didn't kill him, but I didn't have to save him either. <laughs> there was too many circus orphans to save. 
They were on your mind, clouding your judgment. They were going to have a life that wasn't involved living in my beautiful ranch where they can run and play and drink buttermilk. But what if they fell down a well with bats in it? I would never let them get that far. I know where they're at. I've been watching. My friend Lucius, I'm connected to all of their smartphones. That's true. You're not racist. While they're playing Fortnite, I can watch them. Sonar, just like a submarine, looking for beautiful, hairless circus orphans. This is going to kill my throat, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, need, I need some honey and tea. <laughs> that reminded me of a good game to bring up for our next game list, though. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. There was like a Twisted Metal game with Submarine. Do you remember that on the PS1? I don't remember the name of it right now. Vaguely. It I was kinda, like really fun. It's I, like tickling my uh, brain. Yeah. I'm still trying to fight pedophile Batman out of my brain right That's now, true. though, so yeah. it's a it's a locked cause. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on to the next Do you want me to stop? Then. Yeah, you should get yeah. Christian Bill's name off of the screen, and <clears> then I'll okay. stop doing all right, it. All right. okay, there we go. You, you know, the, obviously, that the Doctor Strange 2 director, mm-hmm. Scott Derrickson, had resigned. You know, controversy. We don't know what actually right. happened, but yeah, Sam Raimi's not directing it. Yeah, Weinstein, so it's fine. Well, maybe, because he's <laughs> now going to be directing Labyrinth 2. There's no need for that. Yeah. No. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Yeah. I just, this, this again, falls in that thing that I always yell about on the podcast, which mm-hmm. is like, write a fucking, write your own story. Yeah. And, and of course, take, you know, influences from other things. There's nothing wrong Obviously. with that. Sure. There's, there's no need to slap yeah. Labyrinth 2 on it. Just make a fun, high fantasy movie, and then, like, you know, and when you're going to get interviewed, because everybody fucking interviews you when you make a movie, just be yeah. like, yeah, no, I, I really like the movie Labyrinth, and I'm mm-hmm. taking a lot from it, and I'm trying sure. to give, like, that feeling to it, but for a new generation. Yeah. As opposed to being like, this is Labyrinth 2, it's Labyrinth for a oh. new generation. Like, no, yeah. no, no, it's no, fucking no, 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 not, because yeah. you made number two, so it's the second Labyrinth then. Yeah. You fuck. And David Bowie's, well, right. he's not dead, but he went home. So and no Jim Henson and no yeah there's no Jim Henson there's no David Bowie there's no need for a fucking other labyrinth I think we just figured that one out yeah there you go how was that for a quick fucking topic hey, very good <laughs> no go, go ahead we can actually get no that's really it. all we had like that <clears throat> yeah no that's ridiculous there's yeah. no fucking need for that yeah apparently a screenplay has been written and uh, yeah, yeah he, I mean, he's written. confirmed that he's going to be put directing written it. in air quotes yeah <laughs> but by by that I mean they fucking took. The original screenplay for Ra- for Labyrinth, mm-hmm. and then you know fucking insert name for all the main characters into whatever their main characters' names are going to be, and they mm-hmm. was like, "I've finished it." Yes. What do you think? <laughs> I think Cardi B should play uh, the the Gnome King's character. What do you think about that? And they're like, "The fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> fucking bullshit. Yeah. Making a goddamn Labyrinth without Jim Henson or David Bowie, the two best parts of that movie. Except for maybe Jennifer Connelly's beautiful face. Other yeah. than that, hmm. she's a very pretty woman. Well, she is still, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. No, but, she she aged beautifully. Yeah, she's almost hotter now. I think so. Actually, she's like yeah. Susan Sarandon, who just bit. keeps getting hotter. Or Joan a... Jett, who holy fuck does she keep getting hotter? I haven't seen her lately, but oh, buddy, check yeah. it out. Okay, <clears throat> if you ever want to get there, you'll come faster than. Fucking pedophile Batman thinking about creamy hamstrings. Oh, I don't know about that. But... Oh, oh, I guarantee it. <laughs> Get you there on the express train. Yeah. Like you've never been there before. Just then... a river of frothy ejaculate. <laughs> no, I will say that I did cut out a lot of topics during this quarantine. You know, mm-hmm. I usually come up with, you know, a handful a week whenever we were doing weekly ones. Yeah, we were just getting And, and we've been stuff. gone so long, like, I had, I had a pretty good list, and I cut a lot of stuff. <laughs> And I was tempted to cut this next one, but I think it's too important. We really have to just 
get your take on it still. Let's go for it. The Justice League Snyder Cut is coming to HBO Max in 2021. Excellent. Yeah. Do I, uh, I don't have HBO Max. You don't? Okay. But I pay for HBO on my Amazon Prime. Do I get HBO Max? You should, yeah, yeah. You should try signing into it, yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. Well, in that case, I'm all for it. Yeah, okay. Because I've been hearing so much clamoring about how the Zack Snyder Cut is way better Mm -hmm. from not just Snyder, even, because, I mean... Maybe it makes me sound douchey. In the, in the same way, whenever I'm like, I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Probably makes me sound like the same guy when I'm like, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Zack Snyder. But I think he actually is a really good filmmaker. And I like the shit that he's made. And uh, I, I always thought the original Justice League didn't have a Zack Snyder feel. So yeah. whenever they were talking about a director's cut, I was like, oh, there's got to be one. I bet it's fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, Whedon definitely took over that. <clears throat> yeah. And Whedon sucks. Let's be honest. Whedon's good for um, Firefly. And that is it. I still haven't seen that, so... Oh, Firefly's amazing. It's so good. This fucking Buffy bullshit. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, I really hope that the fucking HBO Max thing works for me then. Because otherwise I'll just pay for it like I did for DC Universe. Yeah. So... <laughs> yeah, they're saying it'll cost somewhere between 20 to $30 million just to redo it. But And there will be some research, reshoots involved, but it's going to be coming out soon. Good. Maybe we'll get, like, an actual good story. Because they yeah. set it up really well. It had potential, yeah. It was definitely there. Like we were, we were almost going to get sort of like the, almost the Justice League Doom storyline in a way. We were getting kind of close to that. Yeah. And like, then they just went off and made it yeah, generic. It's just Batman not trusting the power that other people had. Right. Yeah. Like we I were could almost going yeah. we to get that, and then it would have been like a really deep sort of story where the sure. characters had layers and shit like that, and then they just. And you almost feel it the first, like, there's a couple scenes where you sort of feel it. Mm-hmm. And then it just turns into the cookie-cutter fucking action movie that they made it be. Yeah, let's, let's introduce everybody and do their <clears throat> origins and bring right. them all it, in. It was, they were trying too hard to be the uh, Avengers. And that was that, that was a problem. Because yeah. DC set themselves up, at least for the DCU, they, they set themselves up pretty well where they were like, well, we're, we're going to make our shit darker and like kind of have... Yeah kind of a like a, a grounded feel to our movies and usually i get mad at everybody i'm like oh it's gonna be dark i'm like what's well, movies you're gonna have fun with it but however <laughs> when the entire fucking movie genre right now is just full of light-hearted cookie cutter bullshit by all means make it darker fucking bring something to it i mean look at the wonder woman movie yeah that was fantastic absolutely no one ever talks about that movie it was really well done mm-hmm. it had sort of a really grounded feel to it it made you like Almost believe, yeah, she's probably yeah. some from some fucking alternate island on the earth that we can't find that's mm-hmm. just full of, like, angry, beautiful, angry woman. Right. It's awesome. And they did so much, like like you said, like, bringing it into reality, like, setting it in the trenches of World War One. Like Yeah, you like, actually, like, give it something It actually had, with. yeah. <clears throat> and then, like, even with the, uh, what was the one before Justice League, the Man of Steel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever, like. BVS, were, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were basically trying to do uh, um, Dark Knight, uh returns essentially yeah and they fucked that one up pretty hard they did they did some things well they fucked some other things up the whole martha thing was let's just not even talk about that because we all know that that sucked i think even affleck would admit that that sucked yeah but i always liked affleck at bat as batman i thought that was a really good choice he was i mean he's he's got the good looks to be a bruce wayne he's very suave very charismatic dude and he's got the build for what I want to see as a Batman. Where like you know, Batman's built like a linebacker. He's supposed to be fucking huge, jacked, and shit like that. He's was he five? He's six two, f- uh, two fifty or something like that. I think is his like canonical measurements. Wow. He's a fucking linebacker. He looks like 
Ben, or uh, he looks like fucking uh, Ur Brian Urlacher, you know what I mean? Like, he'd have shoulders out to his fucking tits, like, just be huge. And, like, that's the whole thing. Like, he should be sort of a giant Hulk kind of guy. I mean, like, and then you even look at the, you know, one of the greatest Batman comics ever made, The Dark Knight Returns. Sure. He's built like a fucking Hulk in that and shit like that. He's giant, and... To me, I think that fits well. Where it's you know he's a guy who he's a he's a man among gods basically when it comes to the Justice League. However, he's the one who beats them all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it's because he's pushed himself to the limit. He is not. He started at eight years old. He started his fucking war, and he has not stopped. And every day he fights more and more and more to get to the literal peak of what you can be. So, I mean, I, I, I like more of a bulkier Batman. And I like some of the stuff they, they did with the uh, BVS. <clears throat> I liked um, the scene whenever the cops come and they find all the chicks who were getting uh, uh, human trafficked and all that thing. And, like, mm -hmm. they're afraid of, like, what's out there and stuff like that. I like that a lot. Because <laughs> that's something about Batman's persona that doesn't get used a lot in the movie, sadly. And I know why it doesn't get used a lot in the movies. It's it's hard to sell, at least in like when you're doing cookie cutter bullshit Hollywood movies. It's hard to sell a scary hero. Yeah. But to me, it's one of the things that always drew me towards Batman and what I like about Batman so much. And I mean, for any of you guys who are this, if this is your first episode, let me just go ahead and save you some time. Yeah. Batman is my favorite superhero of all time. I know everything about Batman. I talk about him constantly. I think he's the fucking greatest. And this is. Hang on one second. A perfect segue to our next topic. Because mm. while being interviewed for the Snyder Cut. Oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the original unproduced Batman v Superman movie, quote, was the darkest thing you've ever seen. Okay. So this was all according to uh, the screenwriter. Holy shit, it started with Alfred's funeral? Mm-hmm. Oh, that is a fucking great plot device. You've now unhooked Batman. Alfred was what kept him grounded the whole time. Like, you've unhooked him at that point. You could do so much brutal shit with that. Yeah. That is awesome. Uh, so, from Akiva Goldsman. It was really the world's finest... Oh, it's a great book. In a kind of dark and interesting way. I think it could have been lovely. Goldsman, who confirmed that Pharrell and Law were the actors they wanted to play the leads, recalled... We were in prep, and it was the darkest thing you've ever seen. It started with Alfred's funeral, and Bruce has fallen in love and renounced being Batman. The Joker kills his wife, and then you discover it was all a lie. Hmm. He continued, Just that the love itself was constructed by the Joker to break Bruce. Hmm. So that means the Joker would know that Bruce Wayne is Batman, though. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's a weird way to start, but okay. Uh, it was a time where you would be able to get these sort of stories together in script form, but they couldn't quite land in the world. Somehow the expectations of the object, whether they be audience or corporate or directorial, well, yeah, everything except directorial doesn't fucking matter. It wasn't landing quite in the way I think we imagined when we put them on page. Jude Law told talk show host Stephen Colbert in 2016 that he ultimately turned down the role of Superman because he didn't like the costume. Jude Law's Superman. A little, little skinny. Yeah. I, I love Jude Law. Yeah. Very charismatic actor, very talented dude. A little skinny for Superman, though. Mm -hmm. I, I can see him playing The Flash, though. Mm -hmm. I think he'd be a pretty good Flash if he could get his American accent down, because Jude Law has a terrible American <laughs> accent. What about Farrell's Batman, though? <sighs> Maybe if you were doing a year one. Mm. If you're doing a year one, I could see you doing Farrell as Batman. 
I couldn't really see Farrell pulling more than like, because the thing is, as much as I love Colin Farrell, I think he's a very good actor. When it comes to playing Batman, especially if you're going to do like a story like this where he's been the Batman for a while now and he's turned it down and everything else and it stopped, there's a lot of layers to open up for that. And I don't know if Colin Farrell, especially, again, he's another guy who, great actor, can't really hide his non-American accent very well. I don't know if that works that well with Gotham, unless you do like a... I guess you could do like a Gotham by Gaslight sort of thing and take one of those whenever Gotham or whenever uh, Batman was working in like London, he was chasing down Jack the Ripper. It was oh, like really? Like an alternate oh, universe. I haven't heard thing. of that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. If you want to do something like that and like put, put people on top hats and shit, I'd have no problem with that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I was saying, I guess I kind of sound like a little bit like a hypocrite where I'm talking about like, yeah, you should take the DC and make it like darker and more grounded. Because technically that's what I got mad about when it came to the Nolan Batman movies. Right. But the thing is, is that. With the Nolan movies, he went so hard into the dark and the grounded realism of it that he sort of lost the like the true core of Batman and like superheroes in general. Where you can still do sort of like a fun, well not fun, but like a, sort of a fanciful kind of thing with superheroes and still make it grounded and real. And, and again, I'm going back to like uh, Dark Knight Returns, one mm-hmm. of the greatest Batman comics ever made. Everyone's seen it. Sure. If you haven't, uh, read it and then sure. watch the fucking animated movie, which is amazing. And Peter yeah. Weller fucking voices Batman and it's like one of the greatest things ever done. Even more recently, like a slight tangent to that is The Boys. like. Yes, it's exactly. dark, gritty, but it's, it's realistic. Dark, gritty, but it's still realistic, and it's like also like it's got some fanciful elements to it. Mm-hmm. Really, what it comes down to with the with the Nolan Batman movies is that he focused so hard on the realism and the darkness. Mm-hmm. He sort of forgot. he wanted to break Batman too much. It was that, and it was also he sort of forgot the most important thing, which is that the Batman character is the most important part of a Batman story. And he, it never felt to me anyway, and I, I mean, I could be wrong here. I'm not saying I'm the end-all, be-all of Batman fans. I think Kevin Smith has that. But, uh, or maybe Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck did build a fucking bat cave in his house. So yeah. maybe Ben Affleck wins that. But then Kevin Smith lives in that house, so who really won? We all did. That's who really won. Like, like I said, I, I could be wrong. When you forget about the actual character of the Batman... And you just focus on the dark, gritty, realistic, where are they kind of thing. You sort of, like, you miss the most important thing of the Batman. Where, like, I mean, he was missing so many serious plot points. Where I don't think Christopher Nolan read any Batman comics or knew anything about Batman before he made those movies. I think he read them while he was making the movies. Because if you see in, um, in Batman Begins, actually, I, re- I realized this the other day. I was rewatching that. Uh, there's a couple shots that he steals almost uh, panel for panel from year one. Oh yeah, yeah. Like oh. uh, whenever he's in like that like abandoned apartment building and all that, and he calls all the bats in. Mm-hmm. That is basically panel for panel from year one. Oh shit! I don't know if you remember that comic book at all. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Batman Year One. It's like Batman's first year as Batman. Yeah, it's called. They tried Batman to redo year his one. origin. Yeah. yeah, and it's really fucking good. By the way, it's a, it's also another really good animated movie. So you should check that out. Um. But at like at one point he gets uh, uh, like trapped in like a burned out uh, apartment building and things like that, and like loses all of his like utility belt and things that he has, and like it's just just now like Batman barely exists. He's only like existed a couple times. Like he's only been seen a couple times and things like that. He's just now starting to build sort of what Batman is. Yeah. 
and he gets attacked by like, the giant SWAT team, and he calls in a bunch of bats, and then like flees like with all the bats flying in and stuff like that. And um, in that scene, Nolan did technically take that almost panel for panel, so I had to respect him for that. But the thing is that he did that. He did the aesthetic version of Batman, but never got the actual character version of Batman. Like the whole thing with on the train where he's like. I'm not gonna kill you, but I don't have to save you either. Like that, thing, like that Batman would literally never say that. Yeah, that's like Batman's whole thing is that I have to try to save you because if I don't, then I'm I've in the become wrong. a villain. Yeah, yeah. Like, then I'm in the wrong. And then like, hell, even spoiler alert for Dark Knight Returns, which is one of the best Batman comics of all time. And you guys, if you haven't read it, you're missing out. Check it out. It's on the DC Universe. It's DC Universe is definitely worth it. I think it's like eight bucks a month. Fucking get it. It's totally worth it. Oh, yeah. It's got all the good classic animated shows on there, all mm-hmm. the animated movies, and a shit ton of comics. Yeah, just and the you, comics alone is worth it. You could pull up on your phone while you're at work and you got nothing to do and you could read Swamp Thing. I did that last week. It was awesome. I was getting paid to read Swamp Thing when Alan Moore took over the run. You know, that's like my dream. That's better than me getting paid to podcast because I don't even have to talk. I just got to like live in what I wanted to be. But yeah, like going back to that, like even there towards the end where he's uh, he finally decides that he's going to kill the Joker. Because this whole thing is like Joker comes out of the psychiatric hospital. He's finally back. Because like the whole setup to Dark Knight Returns is that Bruce hasn't been Batman for like 20 years or something like that. And then finally he snaps and he comes back to being Batman. And so it finally comes down to where he's going to kill the Joker. And the Joker is just like, he's again on his mass murder fucking suicide thing. And there's even, there's a great like inside dialogue from the Joker. That is one of my favorite writings of Batman ever. Where, cause earlier he kills a, like a whole TV audience of people at a night show, which, Oh my God, we, we've seen the Joker. We know how that works. Shut, shut the fuck up. And the guy asked him, like, you know, how many people have you killed? And he's like, I don't keep count. And then later on, he's in, like, a... He, like, breaks away and gets to, a like, a carnival. And he's just shooting, like, people randomly and killing everyone he can find. And in, in his mind, he's saying, he's like, yeah, I don't know how many that is. I never actually have can't count. But I know that you do. And I love you for it. And then it, like, cuts to Batman, who's dropping in. And he's, like, literally adding the numbers on every body that he falls by. He's like, and these are all on my hands. Because I didn't kill you the first time. Like, I should have... So, giant fucking, you know, fight at the end of there. It's just them together. And Batman has him by the neck. And you think he's going to just fucking snap his neck. And he doesn't. He gets close, paralyzes him, but doesn't kill the Joker. Because he can't bring himself to do that. He just can't. Because that's his line that he drew 50-something years ago at this point. Whenever he was 8 years old. And was like, I cannot be that guy. I have to be above it. So, like, snaps his neck. Joker's paralyzed from, like, basically the neck down at this point, And he starts making fun of Batman for not killing him. He's like, I knew you wouldn't have the spine for it. And then Joker twists his own neck and kills himself just to get one last laugh on Batman. And, I mean, we didn't get any of that in any of the Nolan shit. <laughs> there was none of the, like, this, like, your shattered fucking man who is just... He's holding himself together by the strict set of rules he gave himself. Because he had to... Because he realized what he could be. He saw, like, Batman's not vain, but he knows what he is. He knows that he's smarter than pretty much everybody out there. He knows that he's really good at coming up with ways to beat people. 
And he also knows that he's really fucking good at, like, hand-to-hand combat and everything else like that. I mean, like I said, he started at eight years fucking old. Yeah. Learning everything. He's got a photographic memory. He's trained in over 30 different types of martial arts. He's a chemist. He's a criminologist. He's the world's greatest detective. Literally the world's greatest detective. That's his fucking handle. And he's got all of the shit. And he realized, the like, the damage he could do if he just went fucking off. So he drew a line in the sand where he just would not cross that. And that's his, like, divining rod. That's what keeps him Batman. Once he crosses that line, he's not Batman anymore. Now he's just, he's Deathstroke at that point, basically. There's nothing special about him. And I feel like that was where Christopher Nolan messed up. Like, we didn't, like, we got the dark and the gritty and the realism. Sure. We didn't get the characterization of Batman. And we also, we got too much Bruce Wayne in those movies, too. Because it's an old adage with, with Batman comics, but Bruce Wayne is the mask. Batman is his true self. Bruce Wayne is the mask. And it, they never really played with that at all, either. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think this next one's going to trigger you a little <laughs> I bit, too. just went off on that one. I'm no, really I mean, sorry I'm... about that, guys. I apologize. We built it in. We knew it was coming. You start getting me on Batman. This is the yeah. kind of shit that happens, brother. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so with all the news about the Snyder cut, mm-hmm. uh, David Ayer said that he wants to have an Ayer cut of oh. the Suicide Squad because his film was taken away from him. It was turned into a comedy because Deadpool was so successful. What was he going for to begin with? <laughs> Nothing against David Ayer. He's made some good movies. Mm-hmm. And I actually respect him as a creator. But He's, He says that the film I made was methodical, layered, complex, beautiful, and sad. I doubt it. But after Batman v Superman reviews, shell-shocked the leadership, and the success of Deadpool, my soulful drama was beaten into a quote-unquote comedy. I mean, I might kind of believe what he's saying. Yeah. Um, David Ayer is a great creator, a very talented filmmaker, and he's made some shit that I really enjoyed. Uh, here's the thing, though. Suicide Squad, if it's such a layered and you know smart, well-written thing, why mm-hmm. did damage have to be on the Joker's forehead? <laughs> that was a tattoo on Jared Leto's Joker's yeah. forehead. Damage. If you're if you can't get across the film that the Joker is mentally unstable, and so much so that you have to write damaged on his forehead. Stop making movies. Go film a commercial for fucking Land of Lakes. You're done. That's enough. He says, uh, before being forced to reshoot because the tone was, quote, too dark, there were real scenes with incredible acting between Jared and Margot. Joker was terrifying and Harley was complex. I doubt it because Jared Little can't act. But Margot (laughs) Robbie is a fantastic actress. Yeah. And honestly, she's the best part of that whole movie. Oh, easily. That that movie makes me so sad because she honestly does with the little bit she gets to work with. Because you you can tell the cutting room floor really did a number on the fucking Suicide Squad. You can tell how badly it's edited, where they were just cutting shit out oh, yeah. and trying to make their own th- their own thing. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason where I'm kind of being a little nicer to David Ayer here because I ca- I can see just in the movie when you watch it, you can see how much was like definitely cut and taken away and changed Mm -hmm. just with like just sort of the jerkiness of the film even you're like there's definitely shit missing like when you watch it you feel there's something missing oh yeah that it has like seven different openings yes exactly (laughs) and they had no idea which one to go with just fucking put them all in there i don't know cut out all the middle shit with the character development and the story who gives a fuck about that make good openings and put a bunch of put a really good soundtrack in it people buy fucking tickets who gives a fuck we don't need a motivation for a villain (laughs) no it doesn't matter (laughs) yeah 
We'll just put some hot chick in like red like, in a black ink bikini. They'll Ooh. watch that. It's like, I mean, I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong, she's hot. Yeah, but, she was. I mean, she's not hot as fucking Margot Robbie. It's Harley Quinn. <laughs> so fucking calm down. But no, that was like the saddest part to me about the Suicide Squad thing. Mm-hmm. Is that Margot Robbie, she clearly enjoys the character of Harley Quinn. And in fact, I think I saw a couple of interviews where she talked about like she was a big fan of Harley Quinn to begin with. Yeah, yeah. And she actually really had comics. Like, yeah. And she even like, she does the voice even. She kind of sounds a little bit like, uh, I mean, she doesn't do like the full on voice. Yeah, but she she's no Arlene. but Yeah, no, she's not Ar- Arlene Sorkin or Tara Strong because Tara Strong does a great job as well. But you, you can tell she's kind of reaching for it. At least, and doing something with it. And maybe she didn't want to go with the full voice because it would be too cartoony for what they were going for. Sure. But she's definitely trying. And I think she was the best casting for sure. She's exactly who should play fucking Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah. It's a perfect role for her. And it, 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 the movie makes me so sad because you can see her and she has nothing to work with. And the best scenes of that movie are involving her. Mm-hmm. She's doing a good job. There's a couple scenes that are pretty cringy, which I'm almost positive were cut and made shitty. Because that girl... She, one, we all know that Margot Robbie is a very talented actress. There's, there's fucking no way to say that she's not. Yeah, she's incredibly good at what she does, and she's admitted herself she's a big fan of the character. There's no way she would intentionally fuck up that badly. She's not that dumb. She's a smart girl. So like, and she's the best part of the movie, and she still sucks. That's how bad that fucking movie is. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, is that movie bad? Yeah, I still sometimes watch it every now and then, yeah. just because I like to be mad. I just do too, because angry. I had to buy it to make you guys watch it, so it's, it's still on my Amazon account. It took me like three times to watch the yeah. whole fucking movie. Holy fuck. You're welcome. That was a bad one. <laughs> I just, you know, it's but, it's a bummer because I'm just such a big fan of Harley Quinn. I feel yeah. so like I feel so close to her because she came from my favorite iteration of Batman. Mm-hmm. From the Batman the Animated Series, so like I, I obviously love her for it. Yeah. And I think that she did a great job and could have done even better, but she just got fucked. Yeah. And apparently there is a better performance in Birds of Prey. I still haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, I haven't seen that either, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I don't like the fact that they changed the name. Yeah. I, I can get what they're going for, where it's like, yeah, well, nobody knows who the fuck Black Canary is, so we're just going to call it Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Right. Again, it's a corporate decision that I hate, because I'm, as I've yelled into this microphone 53 times now at this point, mm-hmm. let creators create and get the fucking corporate out of the goddamn way, and let's have a good movie instead. Right. People, People will find good movies. I promise you that. Yeah. That always happens. Yeah, I'm excited to check it out, though, and that leads us into our next topic, actually, because the Birds of Prey director, Kathy Yan, mm-hmm. says that she wants a sequel, and she wants to introduce the Poison Ivy Harley Quinn romance in oh. it. Oh. That actually, uh, I, I haven't seen the second season of the Harley Quinn animated series, but I've heard that that gets, like, canon. And oh, really? Like, like, those two actually have a, okay, yeah, I have a relationship. Yet. And, I mean, and that's been, like, hinted at and even written about uh, written wrote about <laughs> written about uh, yeah. in the comics even it's like semi-canonical that uh harley and uh ivy are sort of together at different times because they're both well ivy i guess you really couldn't call her a lesbian because she doesn't consider herself human yeah and harley is probably pansexual at the mo- is what i would consider the director is quoted saying i think people aren't ready to let go of harley quinn quite yet and you know margo i don't think is ready to let go of harley quinn yet either she added i knew it so if given the green light Kathy Ann, who certainly wouldn't be short of source material for the dynamic duo's first live-action adventure. Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy have a long, complicated history in the DC Universe, yeah. starting with their team-up in Batman the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that was the first time they had teamed oh, yeah. up. Well, it was the first time Harley Quinn existed. was Batman well, the Animated I Series. Guess, yeah, that's, that's where true. she came. She yeah. was never in the comics. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I've never seen this years. episode, so I didn't realize that Poison Ivy oh, and her like had a, been together. I think it's Harley's Day Out. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a really it's good like episode, a, actually. I said it's like Gotham City's <clears throat> version of Thelma and Louise. Yeah, it's, it's Harley's Day Out. It's a really good episode. Okay, I might check that out. That's probably on the... It is. Yeah, okay. The whole, the whole series is on DCU. Oh, really? You're missing out, buddy. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah. Get on it. Given the popularity of the DC Power Couple, we're integrated into a swath of other DC TV shows and comic book series, including a Harley Quinn solo series that was written by Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti. Ooh, nice. And across those pages... Quinn and Ivy's romantic relationship became official canon after it had been hinted at subtextually for years. Okay, so it is canon. So mm. basically, I just said everything that what you just read was, but mm. I didn't read beforehand, and yeah. I just wanted to go off on my own fucking thing. So. Right, yeah. Yeah, we definitely have to check out Birds of Prey sometime. Yeah, I'm really excited to see it. It looks fun. And the last bit of DC movie news. It is really funny that everything oh. you just read was just what I was yelling about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I should start it reading It happens ahead. more often yeah. than not. I like, should start reading ahead. Yeah. That's, that's more on me, really, than anybody. <laughs> I know you're going to be excited for the next one. I know you obviously already know about it, but I know you're going to get excited for it. Because in the new Flash movie, they've cast Michael Keaton as Batman. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they're going to do uh, yeah, your Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Yeah. See, now I heard this, and I was obviously I was excited. Absolutely, yeah. That's one of your favorite stories. Keaton, he's the, he's the original Batman. You yeah. You get excited for that. And then Flashpoint's one of the best stories out there. Yeah. That was the first animated movie you made me sit down and watch. It was good, wasn't it? It, it was very good. I teared up at the end. That's fucking That's sad, so, dude. Oh my, fuck it's yeah, beautiful. It is. It's fucking it's beautiful. Probably, honestly, it's one of Kevin Conroy, who is the best Batman. Mm-hmm. It is his greatest delivery of a line. Oh. He just says, "You're one hell of a messenger," and just the emotion he puts oh my God. in. I one got goosebumps short right there. Look at that. Exactly. Look at that. No, I cry every fucking time yeah. I hear it. It's amazing. Jesus. Oh. Uh, the one thing, like, obviously, I'm excited to see Keaton back, mm-hmm. and I love Flashpoint. Yeah. There's two things I'm very worried about. One. Okay. I don't know if we've earned. The Flashpoint story yet? Hmm. Okay. Because you, you talk about Flashpoint, you're talking about some serious <laughs> shit at that point. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff a lot of going history on there. Yeah. In the Flashpoint paradox, yeah. like story. Like really, honestly, that that animated movie is like almost two hours long, and it almost doesn't do it justice. Yeah, and it's and it writes its film in the way that they assume everyone who's watching it has already read the comics. They kind of know what's yeah. going on, so they even they gloss over some shit. Right. Which how long did that crossover go? Was it like a nine month crossover probably just about yeah. yeah it was a pretty long crossover because like every character got a different flashpoint series oh seriously it went yeah. through all the books oh yeah pretty pretty much okay i mean that I mean, makes like, sense given the movie but, yeah no because yeah. it, well, it was one of, you know how dc likes every like three years they do like a universe changing <laughs> like event and then they do like sure. nine months of everybody's book during that universe and then yeah, they, yeah. you know bring everything back together in like a uh, an annual that's mm-hmm. what dc likes to do but yeah like pretty much every character got one of those i mean there, there was even like a like there was one dedicated just to the the Joker in the Flashpoint, which is you know oh, Martha. Wow. So Martha. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, that one I'm a little nervous about because I don't know if we've earned a Flashpoint story yet. Yeah. Because if you just come out with a Flashpoint story right now, it's not going to have the emotional weight that it did as a comic and then as an animated film, where it's like, it's it's either you've you read the comic, which again you've pretty much devoted your whole life to at that point. You've been reading comics, and now sure, they've yeah. changed everything, and so you're like, holy fuck. Or you want the animated movie? If you watch the animated movie, you've at least read some of the comics. You're yeah, you need to be familiar. You're with familiar with certain least, you heroes and villains. So yeah. You're still like, holy fuck, what the fuck is going on with this shit? Mm-hmm. If you put this out and then you just just the normal movie audience, they're not going to fucking care yeah. or know what the hell is going on. They're going right. to be confused and like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, because I'm, I'm a comic nerd. I'm not too huge on DC, but I think even the point where I'm at. You know, I, I was probably right at the bare minimum for watching it and understanding it yeah. completely. You I mean, know, you, you were thrown off for oh, a little yeah. bit when we first watched Flashpoint. Oh, yeah. Like, whenever sure. Batman first pulls out guns, you're like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is happening? I'm yeah. like, just keep watching, buddy. Yeah, I was just like, how watching. are you not pissed off at this? Why are you excited? Why oh, are you sitting there smiling? Oh, keep watching. Oh, okay. Oh, you just oh. keep watching. You see what happens. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, so the, why are the Amazons fighting the? <laughs> yes, exactly. So good. Yeah. But so there's that where I don't know if we've exactly earned because the 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 DCU is not as um, celebrated as the MCU. Yeah. For good reason in most parts. Mm-hmm. And it's a quick turnaround here too. This is scheduled for 2022. Yeah, they're going too fast. Like I feel like DC is going too fast. They're not like I, I think they're watching the Marvel movies get so big that they're like. Fuck, we gotta get it on this. We gotta yeah. get it on this. We gotta yeah. get it on this. We're it's behind. Like, yeah. It's like, fucking take a breath, find what your characters are, and fucking right. do it. So, yeah, that's that's one thing I'm worried about with this. I yeah. mean, I'm, like but I said, perfect I'm, casting, though. Like, oh, if you're gonna do this, like, fuck I, yeah, it's Keaton. Yeah. But the thing that I've heard is that he's playing Bruce Wayne, though. Right. I assumed, whenever I first heard that Keaton would get cast in this, I figured he was gonna play Thomas. And I thought oh. that was perfect casting. Shit. Yeah, that's actually better. Just have him play the the, the, the Flashpoint all, version yeah, of the, yeah. the Flashpoint Batman. Have him play Thomas Wayne. Mm. That's perfect casting because now he's Shit. getting older and grizzled looking. That's yeah. the perfect casting. Whenever yeah, someone you're right. said he was playing Bruce, I was like, I don't know how that fits there. And also, what is he going to do? That's sort of a waste of Michael Keaton. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Bruce just... Wayne doesn't have much to do in that series. Right. Yeah, he's, you just He's you in just the beginning and this. he's in the end. That's pretty yeah. much it. Hmm. Yeah, I got very excited when I like, I first heard it because I was like, "Oh shit, they're gonna make him Thomas Wayne." And I'm like, "That is the fucking smartest cast I've ever heard in my life." Yeah, because like it, it even works subconsciously where it's like <laughs> the first Batman we all saw live action, right, is now old enough to be the dad. So let's make him the fucking dad, and he's shooting people and fucking shit up. Like hell yeah, and then they didn't. <laughs> but um, yeah, whenever I heard he was gonna play Bruce Wayne, I was a little confused by that because like it feels like he's old because like Bruce isn't old in the Flashpoint. Yeah. He's just he's just Batman. He's just normal Batman age. But uh, I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll see. I'm gonna watch it. We all yeah, know yeah. I'm gonna go see it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, I I thought that was a big missed opportunity not casting him as Thomas Wayne because mm-hmm. it also it's a waste of Michael Keaton. Yeah. If you cast him as Bruce Wayne. What's he gonna do? He's got basically 20 minutes of dialogue through the whole story. He really doesn't have much to do as Bruce. And then uh, unless they're gonna fucking do like the shit they did with. Uh, Days of Future Past, where they're like, uh, uh, Wolverine goes back in time because yeah. he's the he's the crowd favorite. So now he right. goes back in time instead of he's fucking the only Kitty one Pride. that can connect it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, okay. So we're just doing that because that's what people like. All right, <laughs> that's that's fine. And honestly, that might be what happens, which yeah. will make me sad. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think it's a wasted uh, chance with having him be Thomas Wayne for Flashpoint and just letting him carry that movie as only Michael Keaton can because he's a fucking amazing actor. That would be great. And I'm also worried that I don't know if we... Maybe they're just throwing you off. That is true. I mean, that could be it too. And if that's the case, holy fuck, am I going to just throw my hands in the sky and say this is the greatest movie ever before Mm -hmm. I even see it. But I'm also worried that we might not have earned this movie yet. Or the story. Right, yeah, yeah. I don't know if we've earned the story of Flashpoint. It's it's a it's a hard one to get into. There's gonna be a lot of people walking out of that theater being like, So what was happening? And then like there's gonna be like ten guys like me talking to like thirty other people explaining what the fuck was supposed to happen or something <laughs> like that. Okay. Believe it or not, I've got some non DC news, so yeah. we're gonna transition away for a bit. Do you feel in charge <laughs> with your non DC news? I do, yes. I control you now. Time to go mobile. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some other shitty reboot movies to make you pissed off. Bummer. First up, Twister. Why? Yeah. It's... That's not even a great movie to begin with. Okay, Why do you... first off, that's wrong, but <laughs> Twister's amazing. You got Bill Paxton and Carrie mm-hmm. Ewells. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Helen Hunt. That's about the sexiest she's looked, I think. That is probably true. Yeah. I'll, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, no, that's that that's fair. But why remake it? Yeah. Like, is is it gonna be a super tornado that's gonna cover like half the United States or something like that? Like, what's the fucking plan? Apparently. Ugh. Yeah, this will be the next film from the guy that directed the Top Gun sequel. So. I haven't seen that yet, but I'm yeah kind of excited for it. I figured you would be. It's Top Gun, man. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't care. I, I finally got Emma to watch that. By the way, I never oh, told yeah? you that. Yeah. No. <clears throat> yeah, me and her finally watched that together. Okay, how's that hold up? What do you mean? How's that hold? I watch it once a month. Oh, okay. It's amazing. It's one of the best films ever made. I don't think I've seen it since I was like ten. So. Oh, you're missing out, buddy. You're missing out. I don't know if it would really quite held the same effect. But. That is one of the greatest movies ever made. Okay. And it has one of my favorite love scenes in all film history. Yes, Bob is even more in love with you now. <clears throat> That's his favorite movie ever. Fuck so. yeah, Top Gun's amazing. <laughs> Fucking quote that shit. I, I I've actually heard that. Uh, Apparently, like, the actual Top Gun school over there in California for the Navy pilots. Oh, that's a real thing? Yeah. No, oh. that's, a, that's a true thing. Oh, okay. And there's a rule where anytime you quote the movie, you have to pay into a jar. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, holy fuck, thank God I'm not a Navy pilot. I would be broke. Yeah. Because all I would do is quote. I mean, that's all I do anyway is quote that fucking movie. About half of the time, yeah. Could you imagine if I'm, like, around fucking jets all day? I'd be like, yeah, I got the need. The need for speed. <laughs> We were inverted. In the jar. Yeah, like, get to the jar. Like, I would just hold it with me during lessons. <laughs> just be like... I'd just start playing, like, great great balls of fire on my phone. <laughs> Take my breath away. That's not great balls of fire. No, but it is the song that plays during one of my favorite love scenes of the 80s. Mm. Between Tom Cruise and, uh, what's her name, the girl who's the teacher. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of tongue in that. <laughs> and it's in, like, it's, like... Not black and white, but they're both silhouetted, and mm-hmm. you can just see the tongue the whole time, and it's fucking hilarious. How many times you tried to recreate that with Emma? Um, oh, once a week. Okay. She actually hates that song now because she knows when I start playing that, <laughs> she's like, "He's gonna take a shirt off and shit." I'm God like, damn You're it! Right, I am. Yeah. Yeah, because now I'm Maverick. Now it's a, it's a trigger for her now. Here I am now. <laughs> Maverick, you big stud, take me home or lose me forever. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun. You never close your eyes anymore when I kiss your lips. <laughs> We're singing that at your wedding, right? You're fucking right, we are. <laughs> yeah, it, Emma hates the movie now. Okay. <laughs> she liked it at first, but then mm-hmm. I just kept. Then she realized how often I quote it. Yeah. Oh, then, that's where that from? Yeah. Yeah. Now she's pissed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, at first, she's like, oh, I, th- I thought you were just, like, cool and suave. Like, nope, just yeah. Top Gun, baby. She's like, God That's damn it. I tried so hard whenever we had the Evil Dead day to not be that guy, but I think I was still, like, yelling a bunch of quotes. She probably hates Evil Dead, too, now. I mean, I was doing it, too, yeah. so I don't think she was fucking paying attention, let's be honest. Yeah. She's like, let's just let these fucking nerds have their day. I don't yeah. care. Well, we have another one coming up. We still got to get Army of Darkness in the remake for us. So. Army of Darkness is my favorite one, honestly. Yeah. I love Army of Darkness. Oh, yeah. This will be a good segue, though. They're doing uh, an Evil Dead 4. Yes. Bruce Campbell is not going to be involved other than producing. Mm. Uh, They've announced the official title is called Evil Dead Rise. And they're passing it off to another newcomer. Uh, Lee Cronin is writing and directing. Hmm. With Raimi and Campbell apparently involved in production. Okay. That's a a little different. I mean, it's going to be hard for us to handle. But... as you famously say, like we were both, you know, suspicious of the original reboot, and it turned out to be one of our 
good movie. So. No, it was a fucking great movie. I, I I didn't watch it until you said it was good. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll watch it. Yeah, I literally had to twist your arm, I think. That is true, pretty much. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm good. I don't need to fucking see it. Yeah. I'm just wondering, because, uh, spoiler alert for the remake, mm-hmm. they basically show you that it does happen in the same universe. And right. Ash does exist. Mm-hmm. And if Bruce isn't going to be in it, right. I wonder who the character's going to be. Like, kind of what the story like what they're going for. Yeah, so I don't know if maybe they'll bring back Mia. They're talking a little bit about her. Yeah, it's a possibility. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. I just hope they don't do a lot of CGI. Yeah. I can't stand CGI in my Evil Dead. I just don't like it. Yeah. And, like, that's why fucking Ash vs. the Evil Dead is so good. Oh, yeah. Because they fucking <laughs> stayed away from the CGI pretty much all the whole fucking time. Just about, yeah. Like, fuck a little it. bit at the end, but yeah, I mean, yeah. like every now and then they'll touch into it, but they they still keep the whole Raimi thing where it's like let's torture my actors as much as possible <laughs> because yeah. I'm making a movie and fuck them. <laughs> yeah. And Bruce shared very few details about the project, but he did suggest that the upcoming movie is going to shake up the tried and true franchise formula by deviating away from some key narrative staples, such as the classic cabin in the woods setting. That's fair. Uh, nothing's going to happen until 2021, but they are full bore ahead and very excited about it. Okay. So. I feel like if Bruce is attached to it and yeah. Sam Sam Raimi as well, mm-hmm. those two hold that series in such high regard right. that I'm not that worried about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously I don't want to see anything new. Because it's just like, no, I already like those. I'm good. I, I, I have the thing that I like. I don't need new things. Right. But that being said, if they're both involved with it, and they both... It's not that just that they're involved with it. It's not like it's a paycheck to them. They both have a very like emotional connection to it. So I don't think they would let someone just shit on those movies. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, hope, I'm hopeful. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it should be fun. Mm-hmm. And I just really hope... Uh, I mean, fuck, it's been, I mean, it'll be almost 10 years since the actual reboot, so. Yeah, just about. Yeah, no shit. by the time this comes out. It so. is weird that they're going just straight Evil Dead 4. Yeah. Like, they're kind of like, like, they're almost saying that the reboot didn't count. Right. Because it was like, you know, Army of Darkness was the third one, and then we had the Evil Dead, it was just Evil Dead, and it was the mm. remake, and then, so that would be technically 4, because technically it exists in the same universe. Right. Now this is Evil Dead 4, so I'm wondering kind of what they're going to go for. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why he's saying the official title is Evil Dead Rise. Now. Oh, yeah. okay. I think that's what they're trying to clear no, up there. Gotcha. That's fair. Yeah, I don't know why they yeah. said four for the article. And then Keaton's going to show up as Thomas Wayne. There it's you go. There you go. It all comes back around. That'd be, holy shit. I would shit my pants and probably die of a stroke if that happened. I'd be so happy. <laughs> Speaking of coming back around, we did mention your boy Tom Cruise earlier. Thomas he, Cruise. He had some new uh, news to announce. He's teaming back up with his Edge of Tomorrow director, Excellent. Doug Liman, Love who also guy. did the Bourne movies. Yeah, he's a fucking great director. And uh, they're going to team up and do an action movie shot in space. Cool. They actually have confirmation from NASA that they're going to be filming aboard the real International Space Station. That is the most Tom Cruise thing I've ever heard in my life. Isn't it's it? Like, yeah, no, we're going to film in fucking space. Yeah. Because Tom Cruise, I mean, sure, he's a little crazy. He's got that whole Scientology thing going on. Yeah. But that dude does all of his own stunts. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking madman. They strapped him to a fucking jet with like a fucking ratchet strap at one point during yeah. one of the, uh, the Mission Impossible yeah. movies. So the dude gets it. Oh, yeah. And like this is this is basically just, this is Tom Cruise wanting to die on camera. So he's just going to keep elevating it every time. Like right, if, yeah. if he survives this shoot, the next one's going to be like, we're going to shoot this on Mars. Yeah. 
And if, he, if he survives that, he's like, the next movie's on the surface of the sun. Put me over. <laughs> Fuck you. We're doing it. I got this. All my Thetans are clear. I'm fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, apparently, uh, Lyman and Cruz are both collaborators and pals that are both pilots and have bonded over an adventurous spirit. Excellent. So. Yeah, that means they both blew each other. <laughs> <laughs> I love both of those guys. I mean, the Bourne movies are awesome, and Tom yeah. Cruise is one of the greatest actors of all time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the only thing I don't like about Lyman is I don't like the way he edits action scenes. Yeah. There's, there's too many Very cuts. Very quick, yeah. There's, there's too many cuts. Like, let me see the hit. You know what I mean? But other than that, fucking, yeah. I'm totally down for this. Yeah, they're, they're teaming with Elon Musk, SpaceX, and of working with NASA. Are. So it'll be the first narrative film ever shot in space. Oh, I'm so ready. <laughs> I, I'm fucking so excited for this already. I'm, I'll, I'll get a fucking tattoo just so I can be an extra in it. I don't give a fuck. As my usual, you know, I'm going to pump you up to bring you back down. Oh, always. So uh, your boy J.J. Abrams is developing a trio of shows for HBO Max. Mm-hmm including a Justice League Dark, a spinoff of The Shining, and a 1970s set drama centered around a getaway driver. Um, <laughs> okay. You're excited for all three, obviously. I mean, like, Justice League Dark is... It's not even that old of a story. They were written, like, s- six years ago, maybe? Yeah. And then he's going to do a Shining thing? I don't... Yeah. I don't really know what else you do. I mean, it's we've, it's we've, called Overlook, and it's described as, quote, a horror thriller series inspired by and featuring iconic characters from Stephen King's masterpiece, The Shining. Overlook explores the untold, terrifying stories of the most famous haunted hotel in American fiction. Okay, so he's just going to rip off American Horror Story, then. That's what that, <laughs> that's going to be an American Horror Story ripoff. Every room has a story, Zach. <laughs> Nobody cares. And then, uh, what was the third one? All right, a series set in the Southwest in the 70s, described as, quote, the life of a gutsy getaway driver for a growing crime syndicate goes from awful to wildly, stupidly, dangerously awful. So it's the Dukes, Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> so he's going to do uh, Justice League Dark, mm-hmm. which, I mean, me and maybe 40 other people have read. Yeah. He's going to do a ripoff of the American Horror Story, just put the shiny name on it, okay. and then he's going to make the Dukes of Hazard. Okay. Okay. Sign um, you up for all three? Yeah, sure. What, you know what? Fuck it. Why not? I don't care anymore. J.J. <laughs> Abrams can't make me more mad than he has before, there so you go. I don't really yeah. care. Nowhere to go but up. I mean, he's he's fucked with shit that like I don't even care about, and I still get mad about. Mm-hmm. Like with his whole like Star Trek thing. Like I was never a big Star Trek. Well, I wasn't a Star Trek original series fan. I was more of a Next Generation guy. That's what I liked. Because I think the next generation is a better show. And then you know he he did those Star Trek covers, yeah, remakes. What the fuck you want to call them? I'm going to call them covers because they're the same fucking movies. Mm, he no. just he put, changed it up in the second one. Put, yeah, oh, did he? Yeah, he, I'm pretty sure he just made the same fucking movie but put a different name in it. Well, he he killed the different person this time. So did he though? <laughs> think about it. This is the same fucking storyline. There's nothing <laughs> different to it whatsoever. Sure. And then it's the same thing he did with the fucking Star Wars shit, where he's just like, yeah, I'll just remake A New Hope, but now we got a black guy, so we're cool. And everybody's like, that sucks. And they got Ryan Johnson, who was even worse, and then they brought him back, and it was like, holy shit, you guys don't know how to make Star Wars. Yeah. It's the same thing with, like, how, like, George Lucas shouldn't be allowed to handle Indiana Jones anymore. Yeah. Because George Lucas doesn't understand why people like his movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's really the biggest problem. Yeah. Well, he, like, he did step down, actually. Good. 
uh, Mangold's going to be directing the new Indiana Jones. They're actually making another Indiana Jones. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's yeah. sake. Supposed to come out next year. Okay, but, look, nothing yeah. against Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. I obviously love Harrison Ford. He's been in a lot of things. How could I've you endured. not? I've, I've even. He I've, embodies a lot of your spirit. Yeah, I basically molded my personality off of a lot of his characters. Right. And he's been in a lot of great films. He's pretty fucking old at this point. <laughs> and there's no need to see a geriatric man try to sling a bullwhip around 1950s America. It just yeah. makes you sad. You don't yeah. want to see it. It's not what you want. It was like whenever Jordan started playing baseball. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Do you remember when Michael Jordan started playing baseball? Absolutely. That's Prime of my childhood. Yeah. That's what the Crystal Skulls feels like. Where you're like, <laughs> holy, what are you doing, man? Yeah. Just take the win. There's no need for this. Yeah. He's like, no one else is gonna play Indiana Jones but me. It's like, fucking, no one should play Indiana Jones at all anyway. We yeah. we're good. <laughs> we had the stories. We're fine. Yeah, it was There's a great trilogy, a- amazing trilogy. That's the only thing I like about Crystal Skulls is that now people don't shit on Tem- Temple of Doom. Yeah, because I'll be honest with you, I love Temple of Doom. I do too. I I think it's still my favorite. It's a fucking great movie. Yeah, it's not my favorite. I think uh, Last Crusade is my favorite just because Connery and Harrison Ford together. Are, like, it really is great casting. There's really good like chemistry there, mm. and also. River Phoenix is in uh, Last Crusade. So that's true. That's a fun little bonus for you. Yeah. We know how much you love that family. So. Fuck yeah. I mean, I like one of them for sure. River Phoenix was a fucking fantastic actor. He was amazing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Temple of Doom, people always shit talk that one. And I never understood why. I was like, it's a fun movie. It was oh, yeah. like it, it was exactly what Indiana Jones was supposed to be. The whole thing is that it's based yeah. off the old 1940s serials. Yeah, the old pulp. Yeah. Yeah, and like they they even give him like a James Bond entrance. There's a fucking show tune dance number before to like open it. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. I mean, yes, I'll admit that Willie she does get a little irritating every now and then. However, she's yeah. Steven Spielberg's wife, so there's nothing you can do about that. You just got to right. grit your teeth and move forward. Absolutely. And like, yes, is it is it as good as Raiders? No, obviously not. Mm. Nothing's as good as Raiders. Raiders was like. Raiders broke the mold of, like, movies at the time. Like, Raiders was so forward-thinking. And then Last Crusade was just, like, everybody loves Last Crusade. It's just so much fun. Yeah. But uh, we we get to the Crystal Skulls, and then George Lucas gets more control over it, because Spielberg's like, I've won Oscars. I don't care about this shit anymore. I'm going to make Schindler's List too. the, sh- the Schindlerine. <laughs> and uh, George Lucas is like, let's make it. Indiana Jones versus the radioactive ants or whatever the fuck it was he wanted to try to make. It was something about flying saucers originally. He wanted to be that. Yeah. And then they missed that as well. That's the problem. That's what pisses me off the most about the Crystal Skulls is that if they were to try to like make a 50s sci-fi B movie, I'd have been in on that. I love movies like that. That's pretty sure. shit. Yeah. They didn't though. <laughs> they played it safe and just made a bunch of shitty lines and then no one, clearly no one gave a fuck in that movie. Not one person in that film actually puts in a really good performance. Like no one gives a shit. Look at the line read from that fucking you're you're a teacher, part time. Yeah. Like it's, it's it, both of them did a <laughs> shitty line read, and no one said cut. Let's do that again. Yeah. Let's try to get like some I don't know emotion or fucking personality in one of them. If one of you two could not suck right now, that'd be awesome. And Shia LaBeouf's like, I'm not famous anymore. And Harrison Ford's like, I don't care. I'm going to go to my plane. <laughs> Give me my check. Get off my plane. <laughs> Harrison Ford, he talks like this. That's the Harrison Ford impression. Hmm. Not anymore. <laughs> you seen Call of the Wild then, huh? Pretty much. <laughs> it's it, it's not hard to do a, 
uh, Harrison Ford impression. You just have to have like a slightly deep voice, and you just do this, like, "Not today." Like it's, it, that's it. That's Indiana Jones. That's Harrison Ford approach and everything. Listen here, Jabba. That's 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 it. You just like <laughs> kind of over enunciate things, and you do a Harrison Ford impression. It's very easy. You can do anything as Harrison Ford. I'll have a triple double with pepperoni. <laughs> this pizza's burnt. <laughs> I think we got a new persona. <laughs> Just the actual Indiana Jones. <laughs> I've got tenure. <laughs> I love how you play yourself out. <laughs> you have to. It's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but like now he's so old. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's sad to see. You don't want to see Indiana Jones old. They should have just stopped at three. Yeah, like let us just have that. That's fine. But it's like you, no one wants to because like, everybody wanted to be Indiana Jones growing up. You oh, watch it, yeah. like fuck, I want to be Indiana Jones. That's yeah. what's up. You don't want to seem old because like you're not as old as Harrison Ford. And you watch it, you're like, oh, this, is this what I'm going to turn into? Because I don't want to. I had no idea how a whip worked, but I mean, I used a jump rope and thought I was. So. Yeah. Well, you know what else? Neither does the people who made the Indiana Jones movies. That's not how whips works either. <laughs> oh, okay. So throw me the whip! <laughs> I can do a pretty good Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's not bad. Here, here, watch I, this one. I've been in I hate shakes, Doc! I hate them! Shakes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's because uh, he's... Okay, oh, he's la- so old now. Because he's lactose intolerant. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't digest milk! <laughs> I don't want another boost! They give me the farts! <laughs> Where's oh. Callista? I'll only do it if it's chocolate. You tell those fucking nerds, no one else gets to be Indiana Jones. But we've hired Shia LaBeouf to be your child, and he's going to replace you. I'll show him a child. I'll be buried with those films. Uh, Harrison, they're like not on films anymore. They're just like digitally yeah. created. I'll wipe them out. Well, I mean, you have to do Harrison Ford loud. <laughs> There's nothing else we can do about it. Yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> nice uh, try, Lao Shay. <laughs> That's from Devil of Damn. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. As he shuts the door on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> it's Lao Shay freight. Oh my god, what are the odds? Uh, but don't worry, they save themselves because a fucking raft inflates or something. They fall yeah. down seven mountains and end up in India, yeah. which is not how geography works, but that's fine. I don't read maps. <laughs> the last bit of TV news we have. Oh yeah, I already know about this. Oh, yeah. You know I already know about this. You were the one that told me about it. Actually, I didn't know about it until you told me. But figured I should bring it up because uh, we've been very big uh, advocates of the show. So the boys season two is going to premiere in September. September fourth. It's going to be the first three episodes. And then the remaining five episodes will air every Friday until October the 9th will be the finale. God damn it. So Why are we doing that? Just give me them all. Yeah. I mean, you get three at once. So. It took me a day to get through the first season. I fucking love that show. So I've watched it like six times at this point. It's so goddamn good. I love The Boys. It's one of the best shows out there. Yeah. I can honestly, if they made a spinoff show of this where it was just Mother's Milk and uh, Frenchie <laughs> just arguing all the time, I would watch that. This fucking show is so well done. Also, it has a fantastic soundtrack. Yeah. It's all the songs that I like. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, this is what's up. <laughs> yeah, we definitely know where you're going to be on September the 4th. Well, I'll be watching this shit. Probably trying to get high, too. 
move into a little bit of video game news. Pretty neat fact. Yeah, I actually heard about this. Yeah, The Witcher 3 sold almost as well in 2019 as it did in its launch year of yeah. 2015. It's it's like one of like the top five most selling games ever or something like that. Yeah. It's a great game. I mean, we should all play it. It's, it's fucking fantastic. Pretty insane. We should all play it. We should I said all... it's mostly like the popularity of the show, and then it was also like on like massive sales on Steam and stuff. So yeah. You could pick it up pretty cheap. It sold pretty much like crazy. We should all play it. We should all read the books. We should all watch the show. The yeah. Witcher is one of the best like universes ever. And then keeping the news going, a new Witcher title is going to enter development after Cyberpunk 2077. Doing another one? They are. Speaking in a meeting with the press, the wow. president and CEO of CD Projekt Red, yeah. Adam Kaczynski, yeah. said the team has a relatively clear concept for the next Witcher title, but intriguingly noted that it would not be titled The Witcher 4. There's no fucking way it could be. Yeah, they seem to imply that the next game is going to be a spinoff rather than a fully-fledged sequel. Hmm. But the majority of the staff is going to continue their post-launch work on Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, once that comes out in five fucking years. Yeah, you can tell this is an older article because it still has the September release date. Sorry about that. Never going to get this game. Yeah, I know. I'm never going to get to play it. Yeah, you're probably going to die before then. This is like what all the fucking nerds feel about uh, Portal 3. Yeah. Or Half-Life 3. It's like, yeah, no, I'll just never get to get it. Yep. It's fine. <laughs> like, I mean, if, I'm, I'm assuming They say it's, it's done. They're just, you know, yeah. bug testing it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. That's what they said fucking six months ago. So, <laughs> I, uh, I I guess it would just be, a like, for the new Witcher mm-hmm. one. if they're or, or Unless they're just going to stick in the universe, maybe, and just, like, give you a different Witcher or something. Maybe. I would assume if they're going to stick with the thing that they've showed us, it would just be, like, series kind of stories. You just probably play a series the whole time. Or, maybe they keep it in the same, like, universe roll that clock back and you get to play as like a young Vesemir. Oh. That would be kind of fun. Yeah. Maybe we get to be involved with like the fall of Kaer Morin and stuff like that. Like that could be the end of the game is watching everybody like rush Kaer Morin and kill all the witchers and stuff. That would be kind of cool. Kind of a Halo Reach kind of thing, huh? Like a Halo Reach or like a Knights of the Old Republic kind of thing where you just like go so far back where like you can basically do anything as long as you end it in the same way. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Kind of like open shit up. Okay. I I mean, this is CD Projekt Red we're talking about. Sure, sure. They're smarter than I am. I'm sure they'll figure something great out. And then this next one, I kind of threw in there more for me, but I think you're going to be excited for this too. It's a pretty neat concept. Oh, yeah. So it's a game called Metal Hellsinger. Have you heard of this yet? (laughs) No, but I'm already in. It's a... Basically, they describe it as a mashup between Doom and Rock Band. Nice. And it's like, that just sounds perfect. So it's an FPS. You go around killing demons as like an angel hybrid with guns and scythes and stuff like that. Oh, so it's Devil May Cry. But as you're doing it, there's a heavy death metal soundtrack going on. Excellent. And as you kill people to the beat of the song, the song intensifies gets faster and you get extra points for killing people that way that's fucking awesome yeah so there is a little bit of a trailer say, here do we have a video or oh, something? yeah because yep. i want to see this yep so i'm gonna pause real quick and we'll be back in about a minute you can't not be pumped up for that fuck yeah i'm about to open this motherfucking pit up right now <laughs> fuck yeah yeah that that doesn't get much more metal than that that was fucking dope <laughs> that's a good fucking vocalist on the trailers there too i saw mm-hmm. some things popping up yeah 
Yeah, it's supposed to be coming out next year for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. So. Excellent. I yeah. can't wait to play that. I, I hope they have like a fun party mode where you can just pass the controller around each other while you're like <laughs> drinking beers and shit. Yeah. So yeah, the reviewer was uh, Ryan McCaffrey. He got to play a little bit of it from IGN. Oh, nice. And uh, he says, as a massive fan of both Doom and Rock Band, I was eager to give the pre-alpha a try. To my pleasant surprise... Metal Hellsinger had a lot more of Rock Band in it than I was expecting. Sure, it's a first-person shooter. Uh, the team at Outsiders are taking a shooter-first approach because we're fucking shooter people. <laughs> Why would we make a game on rails when we have all this experience making shooters? Fair. But there's a lot of Rock Band in here, too. As you perform better, shooting and slaying to the rhythm of the metal soundtrack, the music gets more and more intense. Eventually, lyrics come in, too, so it gets harder as you get better at it. It has up to a 16x beat multiplier that you can reach, just like Rock Band, that becomes fairly difficult to get to, let alone sustain. Fuck yeah. So, it sounds really cool. Can you imagine the fucking like, speedrun videos we're going to get from this when it comes out on like, oh, YouTube man. and shit? Yeah. So I'm going to watch while I'm working out from now on. I'm just listen to like, fucking speedruns of this shit. This looks amazing. It has like very heavy like Doom uh, visuals. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's definitely demonic. Oh, yeah, for sure. I like it. Because every fucking picture looks like a cover art for a fucking uh, Iron Maiden <laughs> album. <laughs> Basically, yeah. So, yeah, Metal Hellsinger. We'll have to look forward to that. Fuck, yeah. I really hope there's, like, a fun party mode for it. We can get, like, all your boys together. Oh, yeah. Play together and stuff. So we're going to transition to some comic news to finish out. We've got a few more topics left. This next one... It's a pretty cool concept, I thought. It, I've never really gotten much into the comics, but they, it seems really neat place to jump in. Mm. So the Ninja Turtles are going to get a spinoff now oh. called The Last Ronin, oh. which depicts a dark future where three of them are dead. <gasps> Who do you think the one that survives is? I don't know. That's Raph. That <clears throat> seems almost too obvious. I don't know. That's fair. I might go Michelangelo. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. But it's uh, it's die though. It was a concept that was originally created in the '80s by the co-creators Eastman and Laird. Okay, and they're going to be behind it. So, it's a future New York City far different from the one we know today, where a lone surviving turtle goes on a seemingly hopeless mission to obtain justice for his fallen family and friends. It's funny that it's Last Ronin because it's basically the Ronin storyline from fucking Hawkeye, <laughs> like in all of his comics. Yeah. Oh shit! Look at the fucking art on that. Oh yeah. Oh, he's got all their weapons. Fuck yeah! Look at that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I'd definitely fucking read this. Yeah, so it's going to be a five-issue miniseries. And the first issue comes out, I think, in September. Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah, check out some of the art. Pretty cool. Oh, I fucking love that already. I, I, dude, I would put that as a poster on my oh, wall. Yeah. I like the age, you know, like the wrinkles mm. in it and stuff. Oh, they got the classic fucking... Uh, comic book art too. Like it, it almost has like an Alan Moore feel to it already mm-hmm. just looking at it fuck yeah he's got all the weapons and shit I love that this looks awesome I can't wait to fucking read this the only thing that would have made it better mm-hmm. if it was Splitter that would have been cool <laughs> if he had like all the turtles die and now he's just on like this path of vengeance he's all old and shit and he's <laughs> just fucking capping motherfuckers that would be sweet that would be fucking dope but anyway this sounds fucking amazing yeah. they're all super sized too each issue is going to be 48 pages nice some other comic-esque news. They're going to be adapting The Sandman from Neil Gaiman uh, as an audible original series. 
Okay. Check out this fucking list of uh, people that they've got. Yeah. Cat Dennings is death. That's actually really good. Yeah. Taron Egerton's going to be John Constantine. And who's? I'm trying to remember who's Taron Egerton. Uh, from uh, the Kingsman movies. Oh. Ooh, and then he did the really Elton John biopic last year. Yeah, that's actually really good. I can yeah. Kind of, yeah. That's fun. You can finally get, get back to like what Constantine's supposed to be with the whole like David Bowie thing. Right, yeah. Neil Neil Gaiman gets to be the narrator. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Oh, and, Jimmy McAvoy, Morpheus. Yeah. That's what's up. Playing the main character, yeah. Uh, let see. Samantha Morton is Urania Blackwell. B.B. Nerith? Newworth, yeah. Okay. She was uh, Lilith on Cheers. Oh, okay. She's going to be a Siamese cat. Oh, Andy Circus, my man. <laughs> uh, Matthew the Raven. Yep. Michael Sheen? Yeah. Holy fuck. As Lucifer. Michael Sheen's going to be Lucifer? <laughs> fuck yeah. Justin Vivian Bond is going to be Desire. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. Arthur DeVille is Willie Shakespeare. William Hope is going to be Dr. Destiny. Hmm. I didn't really know much of the other people. Yeah, that was kind of the, the main ones. But This looks fucking amazing. Yeah. Audible is going to do the exclusive audio series based on the first three graphic novels in the Sandman series. Excellent. With Gaiman writing the scripts and narrating the <clears> series. <throat> I mean, those are... If you guys haven't read the Neil Gaiman Sandman uh, series, you're missing out. It's one of the greatest written fucking comic book stories ever. Yeah. Because, I mean, Gaiman's the man, and he somehow takes Sandman to a place that you never really expected in any kind of way <laughs> and makes it so fucking good. It like oh, yeah. it had the same feel to me as like when Alan Moore took over Swamp Thing, where it's like, holy fuck, how the fuck did you get to that? And yeah. why does it work so well? Just like, twist everything, yeah. I was like, and this is all that I want from now on. And it's kind of ironic, because that's where Constantine came from, was Alan Moore's Swamp Thing run, so... <laughs> Yeah, interestingly, the presence of characters like Egerton, Constantine, and Reginald Hunter's Martian Manhunter seems to confirm that Audible will have no trouble tapping into the larger DC universe. Hell yeah. So even DC icons like Batman, who have small roles in the comic, could wind up being a major advantage that Audible will have over Netflix's TV adaptation of Sandman. Oh, is Netflix the one? Yeah. Hmm. Supposed to do a live-action one. No. But... No one's been revealed about that yet. So. I feel like it'll be hard to do a live action one of Sandman. Yeah. There's so much crazy artwork and shit that yeah. happens in that. Yeah. No no date yet besides summer 2020. But okay. Looking forward to that. It definitely, I mean, you guys have time. Yeah. For sure, try to find some of the uh, series for Neil Gaiman Sandman because they are fucking amazing. They are mind-blowingly good. Oh, yeah. I like that Cat Cat Diddy is gonna be death though. I really because like I like her voice a lot anyway. Mm-hmm. And I can see that being like especially yeah. for the way the comic works. I right, can see yeah. her being death. She, works she really totally has that well. attitude. Yeah. Yes, that'll be fun. And the last one I had was actually news from today. Oh shit! Marvel has now gotten the rights to do Alien and Predator comics. Oh god! Damn. And they're going to be doing an Alien versus Predator versus Iron Man possibly. Does this mean that Disney has the rights to Alien and Predator? Yeah, they already did. They bought Fox, so. Uh, <laughs> the art looks cool though yeah what are they gonna do to ruin it and then standing on the Avenger Tower yeah with fucking Iron Man's head the Predator yeah it'd be fine but now I'm worried that they're gonna start making movies and fucking shit up I'm gonna watch them it doesn't matter <laughs> fucking like Aliens is one of the greatest series ever made fucking like Alien is probably one of the best done horror films of all time oh, in yeah. terms of subtlety and shooting and just like terms like 
actual effort put into making a legitimate scary movie, not just a bunch of jump scares and horse shit. And then Aliens, honestly, I think is the better movie. Aliens might be a perfect film. I honestly can't think of anything bad about it. <laughs> and then Predator. I mean, everybody loves Predator. Come on, man. Who doesn't love Predator? How do you not love Predator? The first one. The other ones well, don't matter. I even watched the latest one. It's a Tokyo shit, but it's one of those movies that's so bad it's good. I haven't I, seen you, the latest one. You're going to like it, yeah. I, was gonna say, I haven't seen the latest one. I'm not against a Predator movie being pretty hokey. I mean, yeah. we've, we've all seen the first one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stick around. Yeah, I don't know why people thought it was such a sacred thing. At, at I mean, point. it's a great movie. It is, but... Yeah, no, I mean, it's it, definitely it was, nothing you can't like. Oh, don't take it in that direction. Like, yeah, oh, no, I mean, it was supposed to be hokey. That was what they were kind of aiming for. I'm yeah. fine with that. Predator Two kind of sucked. Let's be honest here. Yeah, I mean, that one was pretty rough. Well, so, that's all I got for topics, I sir. Think, uh, I, I would call this a full podcast. I think so. I think we got some shit done. It's good to be back, man. Yeah, I, I, I think we uh, knocked the rust off. We, I think so. We blew the dust off the pussy that is this podcast. Oh, fucking ready to impregnate. There you go. And like right in everybody's ear pussy, right on the G spot. Just let them know what's up. You're welcome. And we're not gonna stop. Not until no. you come. No, never. I think they just did. Good. That's what I want. That's what I need. It, yeah. It it helps me. It helps my self esteem. That satisfaction. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you want to throw us on out of here? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go ahead and close out. Um, we obviously we don't have any questions today. Uh, that's fine. It's been like fucking four or five months at this point. <laughs> yeah. We didn't expect you guys to have questions. Uh, we hope that um, everybody enjoyed it. If you're new, thanks for listening. I hope you guys liked it. Keep listening. If you are one of our old listeners, I hope that uh, this filled this filled the void that we left on you. And I yeah. apologize again. Like I said, uh, if you're struggling with any kind of mental uh health issues don't be afraid to ask for help don't be afraid to fight it you know reach out find anybody that can help you and don't be embarrassed by it either just let it out there let everybody know there's nothing wrong with it absolutely so you know do that uh thank you guys again for listening i think you're all fucking beautiful and wonderful little pieces of shining ray light on a gray day and uh as always varble yeah Thank you huh. for sitting here with me, buddy, and Heck yeah. getting everything together and editing all this. Missed you, too. I mean, we've seen each other quite a lot. But I know, but yeah. <laughs> follow us on Twitter. Okay. You can follow the A at BigGuyACV that's on me. Twitter. Make sure you follow him. He's a, he's a treat. You can follow the Z, that's me, at MelchKnowsBest, M-E-L-C-H, KnowsBest, that's Knows with a K. You can also follow the show All right. at the A to Z show. I think so. Yeah. Did I get it right? Yeah. Fuck yeah. And uh, also, if you have a question, comment, concern, anything like that, I was just saying that you want to send in, but you don't want your Twitter attached to it because you don't want people to know you listen to us. And I get it. You can also uh, get a hold of us on the Gmails, as the kids are saying now. Oh. And that is. A two Z show. That's the number two. Dot ask at gmail dot com. But yeah, other than that, I think uh, we've got everything covered. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And uh, guys, make sure you have a uh, guys and gals, everybody okay. else. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you have a wonderful fucking week. Thanks again for listening. We will be back to you as soon as we can. You are all beautiful, and whatever you do, don't believe the moon is real. You shills. Love you guys. <laughs> Love you, buddy. <laughs>